Welcome to Geeks On, a show created by geeks for geeks, covering topics that geeks like to talk about. This week, it's Geeks On Catch-Up episode. For more information and news we talk about in the show, go to our website at www.geekson.com. Well, everybody. <laughs> Is it the catch-up or the catch-up episode? <laughs> no. Oh, no, now you're doing the 1850s. Tomato. Hello, my geeklings. Hello. Welcome to Geeks On. Hello. Here we are again. Now with headsets. With Clint of the mellifluous tones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. We have to get you your own morning talk show. He in does need his own talk show. Absolutely. <laughs> That's kind of what Geeks On is, morning talk show of, uh, for I geeks. Suppose, mm. Yeah, exactly. As, as well, are we a morning talk show or are we an evening talk show? It That's depends on whether you're driving to work or you're on third. We, we Remember that, that uh, guy who wrote in the letter that he was on third shift and we like saved his life because he was, he was a security officer right. or something like that and he was there all night. I don't know. I think we're a little blue for the morning. I, sure. I now tag uh, explicit on all of our episodes. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why. It used to be I would just go back and forth, but now I'm like, there's eh, no point. I'm just lazy. Yeah, there's just no point. <laughs> we're a little bit spicy. Flash would be disappointed. But, you know, we're not putting Flash? a... Flash? Uh, uh, yeah. But we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't put some, like a woman sitting on her speaker and then we talked in really low tones. Mm-hmm. Remember when mm-hmm. Howard Stern mm-hmm. did that? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know the reference. Sure, awesome. he still does that. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, my name is Aaron Hendricks and I'm a graphic designer here in Los Angeles and I'm a geek. My name is Matt King. I'm an actor, writer, director here in Los Angeles and I am a geek. My name is Donald Marshall. I am a film development professional here in sunny Hollywood and Woo! I too am a geek. Woo! And I'm Clint Keepin. I'm an actor here in lovely California and I too am a geek. Yes, he is. Nice. In fact, you just did what was this? The other short that you just did uh, after the RoboCop one, which was rather funny. Oh, the uh, the e-cigarette yeah. spoof. That's where you're felching an elephant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> there times. goes yeah. the explicit tag. <laughs> yeah. So for the <laughs> go watch, wants to see that. Go watch Clint felch an elephant with that low melodious voice. <laughs> it's a perfect voice. introduction to my acting skills. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody needs to pay the rent. You know, he's a young acting, young struggling actor in Hollywood. People have to do things. Here. Exactly. We need to find another word. Uh, Felching's just disgusting sounding. It's well, just yeah, awful. it's also a disgusting act. It's actually yeah. one of those, it's not onomatopoeia, but it's one of those words mm. that's, you know, there's an elephant, there are lips being pressed to its rear, and things come <laughs> out of it. <laughs> and it's, it's an accurate description. It's, <laughs> yep, there goes the explicit ad. <laughs> hey, Carla, I hope you don't have to edit all these episodes for your son anymore. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Isn't he in college now? <laughs> yeah, I think he, so. The boy is of age. Yeah. We, we have escorted him into his adulthood. <laughs> yeah. This whole episode is about getting back in contact with yes. the fans, as we do now and again. And I feel like we should apologize to Carla for that. Yes. <laughs> we made him a man. <laughs> I wonder if she even listens to the episode anymore now that she doesn't have to edit out. I think we've sufficiently the, the naughty traumatized parts. I don't know. Yeah. I went back to the forums just to check, you know, see whether or not there was any leftover mail in the forums. Yeah. Mm. And I swear to God, it's, it's like that episode of Star Trek where he goes to the Q continuum and there's just the guy reading the one big book. <laughs> and it, yes. it's, it's just Kalis hanging outside. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> like, Keeping the torch They're uh, like lit. six or seven, you know, of, the, of our tried and true yeah. who are hanging out with tumbleweeds. And that's about oh. it. Yes. The dedication. Oh, man. I know, because they just don't like Facebook. Uh, but, you know, yeah. that's where... I can't blame them. Can't blame them. Yeah, I can't blame them. That's where all the kids are now. Yeah. Kedis, we salute you. Uh, how was everybody's geek week? Okay, I have to say this. I had this really odd dream. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Mm. <laughs> you Clint's go face. on. Um, where... 
I was really excited. I, I, was, I was not a big part, but I knew I was some small part in this film. And I was really excited, but I didn't know what film it was. Mm -hmm. And then I walked around the corner and it was the spaceport of Moss Eisley yeah. where the Millennium Falcon <laughs> takes off. Of course, yeah. And Mark Hamill walks around the corner, and he's just... Young he's, Mark Hamill? Yeah. Or no, 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 no. Like, old Mark Hamill. Oh, Post-motorcycle right. accident? Post-motorcycle accident. I mean, like, Mark he's Hamill now. Joker days, Mark, right? Mark Hamill. Okay. But he was, he's fixing his Jedi robe, his black Jedi robe, and he'd obviously been through eight months of training. hardcore Hollywood training. So you so, saw the future of episode seven. So I, so so it was are like you he, in episode seven? So it was like he was lean and, and just, but I mean, he still had the really craggy mm -hmm. face because yeah. he'd been through the, he looked perfect. And I had this immense, like just that, that feeling of, of wait, there's another star Wars movie coming out. <laughs> and I, and it, like right after I saw him, I woke up and it, I had that feeling. And it was, I, I just, I laid in bed and I was looking at the ceiling, just, just soaking in it for a little while. And I realized it was, it was like a long loss. Like I suddenly realized how much I had been disappointed with episodes one, two, and three oh, yeah. because they had mm. taken that feeling away. And for just a second, I was just sitting in it going, oh, I hope. Don't, don't mess it up, JJ. Don't I wish you had, yeah. I wish you had finished the same dream with... You cut off his head, and you look down, <laughs> and inside him is a vision of you. It's me. Yeah. Inside him, no. no. See, I, I wish you, when you woke up, you had called him. <laughs> <laughs> I worked with Mark on one thing, but I haven't, you know, he's just... Well, I think it's, yeah. it's one of those things where some of the franchises we grew up with grew up with us. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Some of them failed to. Mm -hmm. You know, so like Batman grew up with us. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that is really just our age range now yeah. and it's gritty and it's awesome. You know, I think, um, on some extent, X-Men. Yeah. That, that's I'll give there, you that. I'll you give know? you that. It's, Especially it's, the new one looks like it's doing it. Yeah. At least yeah. a trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's cross really? range. You're not it? I'm with you. A lot uh, of the Marvel stuff, it's cross age range. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it satisfies a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, some of them just have failed. Yeah. You know, like, Star, you know, Star Wars is one of those ones where, like, he just decided, you know, no, he needs to stay young. Yeah. I'm starting, uh, I've been starting to watch Clone Wars uh, again. Uh, I, I stopped after, like, t two seasons, mainly because I moved and I didn't have the channel at this new place yeah. for a while. So I gave up. Um, but uh, I've started watching it because it's on Netflix now, and you get the mm -hmm. whole series sure. there. Uh, it really is shocking how they crank those things out. I mean, the things look freaking amazing. Yeah. To do it every week, it's like mind-boggling. And yeah. it had the highest body count of any sort of American oh, yeah, cartoon yeah, yeah, yeah. I've ever so watched. So I haven't really? gotten into the other oh, seasons yet, Jesus. but you know, it, it, the first season had that same problem that I remember. Very kitty. Yeah. Very kitty. The problem was it went up and down. Yeah. yeah. You would get an episode, you were like, this feels like a real Star Wars yeah. like But no, then, I mean, that was, the same, that was the same thing actually with episodes one, two, and three. You know, yeah. that, that's actually that's the problem with it mm. is that there's just enough good to make the bad parts suck worse. Yeah, because you, you know, see that's a good way of the, putting it. the potential you know, there. You're like, you know, fails. the scene in the first in the first where it's where it's Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon and Darth Maul running through mm -hmm. the doors that are that are, you know, yeah, but you're describing just like an action. If they scene just ran down a hallway. <laughs> that's no, the good. No, part. but but the fact that no, because <laughs> no, because it's a character beat. It's it, it's it's a fight with a character beat. And that 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 is straight out of a Japanese anime. It's straight out of a Hidden Fortress. It's straight out of Kurosawa. And it was a moment where you have Darth Maul pacing back 
and forth in front of Qui-Gon, who's being the the, yeah. the recalcitrant Jedi. The scripts Jedi. were a mess, yeah. though. No, I, mean, I was, agree with that. It was it was it was just enough good to make the bad. And stuff then you worse. fell asleep with all the political stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like well, it wasn't it wasn't Sharknado, is what you're saying. In other words, there was no, a no, no. I think that's a, I, I think that's a generalization. And I think you see that pattern being repeated over and over and over with a lot of these fairy tale movies being remade now, mm-hmm. where like a. The the clearest one I saw recently was uh, Jack the Giant Slayer. Oh, yeah. Where it was like this big movie, lots of money, mm-hmm. um, and then lots of ideas that were kind of cool, mm-hmm. and then really kiddie moments, right. yeah. which left you with this movie that was like, Huh. Who's this for? That wasn't well, I read that in particular. They, they, it was supposed to be much darker, and then the studios wanted to retool uh, it right. to make yeah. it so more general. Which, which left you with this just mess right. where, like, I can't watch it as an adult, and children can't watch it as children. And it was yeah. so obviously going to be a CG-heavy piece with mm-hmm. massive faces and everything like that, but the CG looks terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought the giants looked about as fakey-fake as you could look, you know? And, I like, and I almost thought that was an intentional choice to try and scale back the scary factor. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Because they yeah. could have been really scary, scary looking. Yeah, why not? Go for it. I don't know. Because? Because yeah. an executive yeah. says... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was a choice. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Um, Geek Week, I... Um, Last night, I downloaded um, Elder Scrolls Online, the MMO. Mm. I'm not an MMO player. This is, this is, yeah, you gave up on Warcraft after what, like a day? Well, that's because your asses were playing all day while I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> Out of work. Aaron, I'm 43. How are you not 43? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, true. Um, <laughs> Guilty as charged. Uh, I'm a big fan of Skyrim and Oblivion. I think those are amazing games. I even, you know, have gotten to know the lore. And right. so I was like, I would love to play Skyrim with. If you're the guy that actually what, what camped out in the library and just was reading all the books for I download, You know, you can download them on your iPhone. Oh, I actually read no. a couple of them. Good gravy. Anywho. What so system? I got, it, uh, I got it for my Mac, okay. uh, but you can play with PC people. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to wait for the Xbox just to see. I would love to play one on, on a console, but I'm like, eh, uh, we'll just see about this first. Yeah. Uh, I only played 15 minutes, though. <laughs> so <laughs> even shorter than Warcraft. <laughs> it took me all night to download it, so oh, I haven't I really started it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just going to say that you were just spent that entire time in character creation. Mm, maybe. Uh, like, no, I need to make my <laughs> face on this one. You know? I didn't, but I did decide. I didn't do like a strapping young guy. I have like an older guy. He's got balding hair. He only has a rim, you know, gray hair, grizzled beard. Like I, like It's an old like warrior, like a guy who's... Excellent. Kind of, so I kind of picked my kind of grizzled old guy as my warrior. Cool. Um, but it looks amazing. Like, you know, MMOs have this problem of needing to scale back on graphics because they, they're trying to pack so much in there and the computers just fail. Right. This is, these new MMOs are looking damn good. Now, they don't... Did they solve like, the PvP problem that every single MMO has? I don't know, but the PvP looks really fun in here because... The th- you join three factions, mm-hmm. one of three factions. I was say all three. You uh, <laughs> it's like Eve Online, just like all the other ones. You start <laughs> you start on opposite sides of the map, but the center of the map is all contested, and it has oh. mm-hmm. it's in uh, uh, Cyrodiil is the city in the middle of that contested area, and you're battling over that area, so you can just wander in and start taking down a castle. 
The other cool mm. thing is that if you feel like you're a, let's say you're only a level 10 character, uh, and the castles are being all stormed by level 50 characters, and you're like, eh, I'm going to get my ass kicked. There are three little resource objectives around each castle, like a windmill or a mine, mm-hmm. and you can take over those which affect the battle of the castle. Like the mine will make oh. the, um, the wall stronger or weaker depending on which side you're on, or the, the windmill will make the, the uh, non-player character guards weaker or stronger. So as a low-level guy, you can actually help the battle out by taking out the resources. That's great. That's great. So is it just this constant assault mission that just yeah. goes back and forth? In the, the PvP part. Right. The rest is just your typical Quests, MMO quest again. stuff. Right. Uh, now, is there a voice know. chat system? Not built in. Okay. Really? Um, Have but they built that into WoW yet? I gave up on WoW so long ago. I don't know. I don't I'm blanking. I don't, no, I don't believe I don't there so. was one no. in A to it now. But now everyone's just using like their iPhone, downloading the party chat apps because yeah. they don't want to take a toll on their computer. Yeah. Or oh. Actually, one time for uh, the Star Wars MMO, we just all jumped on Xbox party chat. <laughs> And just use that party chat mm-hmm. and then oh. play it on the PC because it was kind of yeah. When slowing I play down League the computer. of Legends now, it's just quick party chat on iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, anyway, <laughs> I'm kind of excited. If anybody out there wants to um, you know, play, hit me up. Uh, the other cool thing is the, all these new MMOs, they don't have separate servers anymore. They have these things called mega servers. You just join one world, and they phase you in and out depending on who your buddy is, and mm. which is sounds Smart. complex as hell. Yeah. But you know what mm. can you do? Hey. Anyway, what else you got? I've been rewatching Battlestar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been checking out some of the new shows that have been coming out. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I've checked out Resurrection. Oh, uh, you did. I checked I, out Believe. Oh, what? Uh, How is Believe? Mm. Okay, I think so it's great trailers. I walked <laughs> Resurrection into had great t- t- yes. trailers. Yes. I'll admit, I'll admit I walked into both of them being somewhat skeptical on both of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm already going through my current watch list, uh, starting to purge shows, trying to make room for both of them. Um, Resurrection is better than I expected it to be. Okay. Um, the mystery at this point is less interesting than just sort of the drama. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's, it's an interesting soap opera, but it's because it, it's like, whoa, so-and-so is back alive again. Yeah. Um, but we don't know why. We don't know why. Okay. Um, right. it's, it feels very J.J. Abrams, even though he's not involved with it. Right. Um, mm. Is it his show? No. 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 Okay. Well, I mean, uh, that could be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, but maybe, it's, they'll, maybe they'll be able to finish it. It doesn't feel very, <laughs> it doesn't feel very earth-shaking, mm. which is, it feels sort of small, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I heard it had huge ratings, so I didn't know. Whether really? Yeah, yeah, it's it, there's something sort of comfortable about it, okay. even though there's there's something there's sort of a sinister overtone to some of the characters. So like, mm-hmm. some of the people coming back feel like these sort of like forces of good, but then there's sort of like some evil people coming back. Does blah, it feel X Filesy? Is that why? Uh, the one the one major arc feels X Filesy, mm-hmm. uh, but the individual story arcs do not. So in general. The individual stories feel like a straightforward drama. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is the, it story of the week, for the most part, or no. is it just one large? No, it feels like a. There is a town, There's, okay. and suddenly people who have been dead between forty to six years are coming back. Oh, that and no one knows why. 
It's that big of a spread. It wasn't like, oh, they die, all died yesterday. Yeah, there's somebody who's been de- gone for nearly four decades, oh, okay. and there's someone who's been gone for just a few years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's no commonality between any of them as far as anyone can figure now, out. Now, how is this different than the uh, 4400? <laughs> Which I never did see, but it sounds like the same plot. Uh, Well, the 4400 are all returned simultaneously to the same point. Okay. Uh, Dropped off somewhere. They were, wasn't that, and that was alien-based, right? That was alien-based. This one, there's no... More supernatural. There's no understanding as to why these people have been brought back. Mm. Um, And the 4400, all these people have superpowers. Uh, Mm -hmm. This one, these are just people. They have no special abilities that anyone's noticed yet. But is it like this person of the week comes back and reunites with the town, another person in the town, and it's just their story in that episode? No. So it's an okay. ensemble. It's oh, an ensemble, mm. and all of the, it's because it's a small town, everybody's it's interconnected. It's connected, yeah. Mm. And mm. not only that, but like, it's not like they're all coming back to the same town. This person oh. gets dropped off in China. Okay. This person gets dropped off in New York. This person gets dropped off in France, and then they all have to kind of figure out how to get back home. Hmm. Um, Funky. So it's it's interesting, um, and so that one feels sort of large. Um, believe I actually I'm actually liking that one a lot. Like oh. that one's the big. Surprise it's got little girls with powers. Well, that's not why I like it. <laughs> believe it or Does not. Does it have an old woman who's a sage? <laughs> no, because the then it would hit all your checkboxes. I gotta say, it's the guy that's that sucked me in. Really, the guy is freaking amazing. <laughs> um, if this guy okay. doesn't break out of this series, there's something wrong. Excellent. Um, he's fantastic. Um, I haven't seen a lead guy sort of inhabit a role like this that just grabbed my attention since Patrick Wilson. Okay. Um, And uh, the little girl is great. And the two of them have the best chemistry I've seen on TV. So she is, has powers. She's sort of fire starter in a way, you know? Yeah. But honestly, the, the powers are so not interesting. Okay. Um, The powers are so freaking generic. Right. Um, that I just don't care. She's like a telekinetic, right? Uh, telekinetic, telepath, precog, postcog. It's okay. really generic. She okay. just she's just really the target for whoever is chasing her for her for yeah. this ability. Essentially, you've seen it before. Yeah. You'll see yeah. it again. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not that interesting. Is okay, it, is it government after her type thing? A corporation. Uh, it's or is it... corporation. Mm-hmm. It's some secret society. Interesting. Um, and there are some. Uh, they they've got other people that can do that stuff too. But she's the best. So right. they're trying to like groom some other people to throw after him, but they probably don't stand a chance against the little girl, that sort of thing. And um, he's her caretaker? or He's a caretaker that a smaller secret society that really cares about her for some reason <laughs> has handpicked him, um, even though he was on death row. So the, mm. the secrets aren't all out yet. Is the what secrets aren't all out. Right. But honestly, like the whole like supernatural secrets around her... You don't really care. Right. Um, but the real gist of the show is every week, whatever her supernatural thing is, it drives her to do the whole, like, my name is Earl, Joan of Arcadia, Highway to Heaven. Gosh, you're a person in need. Yeah. I feel for you. I'm going to fix your life. <laughs> right. So the good little girl goes off to fix them, despite the fact that the hardened ex-con really doesn't want to do it and could be really want to be doing something else. Mm. And she drags him along and makes him a better person in right. the process. I mean, that's probably the way um, it should be. There's, the superpower yeah. thing is going to get old anyway. Yeah. So yeah. they don't have... And the superpowers, honestly, just not that interesting. I miss right. Highway the, to Heaven. But the, if that, well, watch this. <laughs> I, I used to love Highway to Heaven. Watch this. Watch that's it. what it is. It's My Name uh, to Earl. My Name is Earl. It's mm-hmm. Highway to Heaven. But I it's, really liked Michael Landon. Yeah. yeah. 
it's just that it's that formulaic show all over again. That was but one of my guilty pleasures. The lead guy and the girl make this show. The two of them are amazing. Hmm. But the guy is fantastic. Okay. Yeah, I see him again. I don't think you can hang your hat on on the little trick like that. You has to be like even I know you guys didn't watch Chuck, but Chuck wasn't about him. Oh, you did. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know he had the superpowers, but oh, that sure. was pointless. It was the love interest that everyone really kind of cared about. It's who cares mm-hmm. what he what superpowers he had? Because after the third episode, you're yeah. like, okay, it's the same thing. He goes off and fights crime. It's right. like, who cares? This well, show will be mm-hmm. the same thing. And yeah. like some of the issues that I saw in the pilot. They fixed so fast. Like oh, yeah. the the way they costumed the lead guy, he, it was like all he had, all they had to do was crucify the guy, and he would have been Jesus. Oh, his yeah. Long hair, suffering expression. It was ridiculous. Mm. They cut his hair so fast. <laughs> yeah, it was like they stuck him through a wood chipper. They put mm. they put a, a a wharf season three oh, change on him. Oh, they sheared him like nobody's business. <laughs> all right, what else we got? Oh, Walking Dead. Yes. So, yes. Walking Dead just ended. So, okay, so right. probably mm. going to be some spoilers in this conversation. Yeah, Walking, Walking Dead, Dead spoilers. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead, five, six minutes. So, I've never seen a Walking Dead episode. Wait, what? Never. At all? At all. Anything. <laughs> yeah. I know. So but but you watch it. Yeah. So no, it's fine. It's oh, fine. I, I, I don't care if you spoil it. Who cares? So really? one, no. I think okay. this show deals more honestly with children in a post-apocalyptic setting than I've ever seen any yeah. show. This is the one episode that I've ever seen. <laughs> well, except for maybe... That's the one you saw? That's the one I That's saw. That's the one you saw. Welcome to the walking dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, was, it was... I was literally just like... I had a pillow, and like by the end of the episode, I was like hugging the pillow, and I was like, "What am I? What is going on?" <laughs> the only other thing that I can think of is the road that, yeah, sort of kind of got. Yeah, in that, that, that was, was the yeah. that was the best yeah, episode. Uh, there's a there's an episode in which the there's some children uh, they deal with a lot of children issues. <laughs> well, they do the Carl stuff too, the, like the Carl episode where he's yeah yeah. I, I uh, uh, to be honest, I thought this season didn't really work for me. I, oh. I, I felt really? like, yeah, I felt like they split the characters up and I felt like they really should have tested the characters' personalities a little bit more. For example, that episode was great. There was another episode that I thought was good. Um, uh, the one with, um, with, the, uh, with the, the blonde and uh, what's-his-face with the crossbow. Daryl. Daryl. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a big character-changing moment. I kind of just when wish they were was, in the house, yeah, like mm-hmm. pretty dramatic stuff, mm-hmm. character-wise. And I thought some of the other ones just weren't there, and it just took a long time to kind of get nowhere for me. Okay, I mean, I I I enjoyed it. A yeah, lot. I'm with I you. Thought, so you thought it was yeah. the, in general the whole season was pretty good. Pretty I, I good. did. I liked. Okay. I liked the kind of. Um, we 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 kind of figured early on the terminus was going to be the goal, but the season really isn't about that, right? It's about right. it's about the journey to that to that location. I'm like this is kind of the get to point A to point B type thing. And right. the was the will journey. they come? Will they come back together or not? I like the suspense of that, like not mm-hmm. knowing are they going to find each other um, mm-hmm. or you know survive. I, I don't know. I I thought like Daryl's stuff with the um, the other group was was really good. Mm. Um, and interesting because I you, you didn't know if he was going to turn. Mm-hmm. You know, would he would he have a character change or mm-hmm. would he die because of this group? I don't know. I, I was always on the edge of my seat. I wasn't sure who was going to live or die. And right, um, and they don't care, right? On this show, obviously. Oh, they will kill your ass in a heartbeat. I, I, although I although I do feel like in the comics, these if it was the same, I know some of it's changed, but let's say it's the same exact plot as the show. Some of these characters, I think, would have died 
even earlier if this was a comic book format like, of this show. They're a little more brutal in the are comics. They're a little bit more brutal in the comics. Ongoing or are they dead? Yeah, they're, they're, still I think they're still going. They're still going. Okay. They're in like collection twenty or something like that, yeah. right? I mean, they're way. But up but there. they've departed from the show so much at this point. There are characters alive on the show that are dead in the comics and vice yeah. versa. And that, I but imagine they that would change entire story arcs and yes. plot. But they do so. kind of have set pieces that have been kind of followed. Yes, you like, know what I mean? like the prison arc yeah. is and there. the governor set Yeah, piece. and this is like, this was the train tracks kind of yeah. set piece. Yeah, so, yeah. So, um, yeah. Which I was okay, I, I, I didn't mind it. You and, know? and I gotta yeah. say, I, I strongly disagree with you about the splitting up the characters. Mm-hmm. To me, uh, I'm fine with splitting up the characters. Oh, I just okay. wish they... It, no, I know what you're saying. You want to see more... Because of that, they, mm-hmm. that it, they just, like when they meet, that they're unrecognizable to each other. That's uh, what I wanted. I, I don't think be like, that much oh time God. has transpired. Yeah, and to me, it's more well, about the changes that are under the skin and finding that, like, if you can see it on top. Well, for example, Rick at the end, like, I he feel definitely like changed. was definitely, yeah. yeah I mean, the writers have change. come out and said he's now going to be a different character That's in a the good next thing season. to me. That's a good thing. And we can, we can see it. I mean, it's kind of yeah. obvious. But the but, same yeah. thing, like Tyrese and Carol, like, when you, when you run into them, they're going to look the same, but mm-hmm. they are different people. That's true. And yeah. finding those differences, that's going to be way more interesting than if you could just see them on the surface. Like, I yeah, think that'll yeah. be way more interesting as far as the, the interactions over mm-hmm. the next season. You know? Well, the strange thing about that is in, in the comics, Tyrese and Carol are an item for part of it, in the prison at least. And then Michonne comes in and blows <clears throat> Tyrese, and Carol tries to com- commit suicide. And it gets all crazy. so it's more it's really racy in the comics. It's then. crazy. Wow. Yeah. There's the, decapitated the is, kids. And but all but sorts. Carol and Tyrese are also very different characters. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Carol in the comic is nothing like Carol in the show. Yeah. So it'd be, not it even would just vaguely. Be, mm, mm. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I love the the end though this this se- and this is the end of the season I, I yes. assume yeah. yeah how long yeah. are they planning on continuing or is it just open ended oh it's open ended I think oh, it's open ended yeah. I the, think maybe that's another you're asking about the show or the comic? the show itself because because yeah. you know like they probably go as long as they end and they probably go as long as they because this is the this is the most highest rated highest, show. I think it's the most highest rated show like, yeah. scripted show. On television, really? Well, on cable, on on, on cable. It, I think on it even beats cable. network numbers, doesn't it? Maybe. For no, what it does is it beats ad sale costs. Okay. So they have the highest. I think they have the highest ads buy cost per thirty second spot, which mm. everybody. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's big. Well, they changed everything. Like. The other networks are going, huh? <laughs> like they're higher than Two Broke Girls. They're higher than CSI. Mm-hmm. And so Big no Bang one Theory can, or something. Yeah, they're yeah. higher than Big Bang. Wow. And so they're trying to figure out how the hell they got away with it. Because that's not normally what happens. Because they don't have the people watching it like they do Big Bang Theory, Two Broke okay. Girls, and all that stuff. They just don't have the... The numbers aren't even close. Mm. But the ad buy <laughs> is higher so more advertisers are buying into the show. So they just, more they just spot. said, here's our price mm. and set it really high and people bought the ads. It might be because of the demographics that okay. watch it. Maybe. I yeah. guess so. Or they, um, or they have an inside connect. I don't. Yeah. There's a, there was a really good article like four months ago in Variety about the whole thing and how it's kind of got everybody baffled <laughs> about the cost of the per ad buy on Fascinating. There. Yeah. yeah, it well, was. They also do some interesting things with the advertising on there, where they do custom commercials. 
Square. They did that with Mad Men, too. AMC does it and Sci-Fi does it. Oh, they do? Yeah, Hmm. where they do custom commercials. And I'll admit, I've been speeding through and I go and I see a commercial where I'm like, that's got a zombie on it. What are they doing? And I stop and I watch the commercial because I'm like, what are they doing? I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Hmm. Well, anyway, uh, I, I... do you think that the show will have to, though, change differently than the, than the comic and the fact that with a TV show, you kind of want to feel like there's a direction? Like, you don't want to feel like this is just going to ramble on forever. No, I, I, because what they do, both the comic, as far as the collections go, and the TV, TV show does as far as seasons, is they reinvent every season. Right. The comic yeah. reinvents every collection. So... You know, we, we just finished the prison season. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, the season before that was, uh, what, where were they before that? The farm, farm season. Farm season, yeah. Right. So it, it, with every season reinventing itself, it's almost like American Horror Story, where every season, it's a completely different story. You know, yeah, people didn't so. love the farm season. Right. So, yeah. you know, come back next season, it's going to be something else completely. So... Interesting. All right, we better move on. Uh, this is what happens on a catch-up episode, is yes. that we've got lots and lots of things to and talk mail. about. And mail. We still got mail to get everywhere. Yes. So let's uh, move on. Geek news. Geek news. Disney might reboot Indiana Jones. I am totally of two minds about this. Uh, me too. Yeah, me too. I think if they hadn't failed with four, we'd probably feel a different differently, but... No. No? No. Well... Absolutely, I agree with you that they failed with four, mm-hmm. but, uh, but there is one half of me that goes, this is a bigger franchise than Harrison Ford. You I... Know? Yes. It should be like James Bond. I'm like anybody can play the role. Yeah. That somebody can play the role, you know, that we could say... Harrison Ford was so much of a better, you know, Indiana Jones than Matthew McConaughey. But yeah, he's a Sean Connery to yeah, he's a Sean Connery to whatever. <laughs> Roger Moore, <laughs> right? And initially, Indiana Jones was based on serials. Like, yeah, pulp, pulp serial pulp novels, serials, yeah. pulp right. novels. Yeah, and well, and so, they, in television, he they're, they're, they had shows, black and white, right? Yeah, and there were a ton of those. So, ostensibly, yeah, that should be the case. But I am so in love with specifically one and three and two as well. That yeah, me too. I like know, two. No, I, I like I like all three for I different like reasons. Two. But yeah. geeks on listeners, it's Aaron Hendricks who is the <laughs> one, the sane one in this group. So you can. <laughs> I like one and three. And Kalima. 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 Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Yes. Um, as long as they make, they are not redoing Raiders. It better be a new damn adventure. I assumed it's going to be a whole new... Yeah. I, I don't want them to do it again, like to remake No, one. me neither. But does but that rebooting. mean that it's going to be set in the 40s and yeah. continue I with keeps, his... I mean, yeah. I mean, I read the books. So Indiana Jones has... Adventures through all through. 2,000 adventures that were like... You know, they were... There were which way books in the 80s. There were all sorts of books that, that were done. I, mean, I just sort Jones of assumed that reboot would mean cast somebody new as Indiana right. Jones yeah. and continue on. Yeah. Yeah. Who uh, is, with new adventures. Who yeah. is yeah. the Which big I admit, choice? I prefer than passing the torch the way they tried with Sheila Booth. I mean, oh, Lord. No, it, I, that was right. terrible. But 
let me submit this idea. A friend of mine at work. Now he came. He brought this up like a week or two before this news came out. He came in and he said he was showing his kids Indiana Jones. I think that's how it was happened. And he came in. And he says, "I have a great idea for a TV show. It's called Ravenwood, and it's about mm. Indy's mentor, mm-hmm. Marion's father, mm-hmm. and his adventures. And it takes place before Indiana Jones. You could do it just like Indiana Jones. He goes on these crazy adventures, Pulp Fiction thing. But like it's the about 1910s. Yeah, 1915, 1915, 1910, yeah. and his crazy adventures. Maybe you know, First World War. First World Germans War. Germans are still the bad guys. Yeah, right. Yeah. God, <laughs> and I, yeah. Um, and I thought that was a pretty good idea for bad. even like a TV show. Like if it was like a... It's not bad. And you can have young Indiana Jones and young Marion because that's going to happen no matter what you do with your, your executives. Right. Being yeah. your, you know, your cute love interest and he's 20 and she's... How like he the, came up with the medallion. What did she say? I was 16. Yeah. <laughs> I was 16. But so, I thought it was a pretty go. good idea. And it's a great name. Yeah, for it is. It's a great one. Ravenwood. Uh, I, I, would, I don't want to see a young Indiana show. Jones personally, though. Like, I want to see him in his 30s. Well, they know, already did 40s. young Indiana Jones anyway. Uh, so. They did. And, yeah. yeah. It was, that was a TV show. That was River Phoenix, right? Yeah. Well, yes. they also did the TV show. Well, they did the, no, the flashback with River. But the right. TV show, I think, was just a different actor. It was <laughs> four different actors. Well, what was it? Because they it? had him through oh, like different four, different, yeah, four different ages. It was just literally each episode was an adventure, and it just depended on where... Yeah. In time, he was in the age. Oh, I didn't know that. But that yeah, was a more educational cool. thing, wasn't it? It was, it was on PBS, wasn't it? It was for kids, yeah, and they tried to slip in. Actually, the coolest part about that is they show, showed old Indiana Jones when he's like 80 years old, and he's got a missing eye and oh, scars cool. and shit. Like, the dude looked messed up, <laughs> which was great, because you're like, what happened to this dude? Yeah. <laughs> like, his just body got picked apart, like, piece nice. by piece mm-hmm. by piece, which was perfect, and it, the dude was just messed up. I mean, after that atomic, you know, refrigerator moment, of course. He yeah, just gets right. I love up. how Steven Spielberg <laughs> is so proud of that. He's proud of it. He is? Yeah. He said, what, he said uh, movies, when they went too far, or TV shows, it used to be that they jumped the shark. He said, now people say they nuke the fridge. Oh, that's what he's proud of. And he was proud of that. Oh. He's and I was like, Steven, no. No. No, 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 no my no. friend. No. Like, you are, uh, yeah, what are you going to criticize? That's how he lives with himself. Spielberg. Come on. Yeah, of course. That's how he yeah. sleeps at night yeah, exactly. in, the, in his what is bed he? of money. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> what is he remaking? Um, oh, West Side Story. West Side Story. Well, we don't know if he is, but he's gotten... Yeah. The rights to do it. No, well, Warner Warner wow. opened the catalog. Yeah, right. Well, how do you feel, Don? You're the musical. You're you're even more of a musical. Geek. <laughs> now, Don, face. before you make that face, <laughs> think about this. You can go and see several stage plays of of it and be fine with it. So why can't we see different versions on film? No, I I don't have an innate. I just I'm. You have I'm a scared. disgusted <laughs> look on your face yeah, right no, now. I'm if I'm misinterpreting that face. <laughs> well, no. I mean, no, no, Steven no. Spielberg is not naturally drawn to musicals, so. He's, mm. He wouldn't be naturally my first choice as a director. Yeah. As a producer, I have no issue. But like, if, you're, if that's going to be your first foray into musical theater, into film, 
No. Well, if maybe Boz, Boz Lerman, right? No. Who's who's yeah, the Boz Lerman? Boz yeah. Lerman. If he was yeah. having yeah. a, I'd be or, real scared. Mm. You know, Adam Shankman. You know, there are people out there who do musical yeah. theater in Hollywood. Yeah. I guess well, in terms of Indiana Jones, though, it's hard to tell because we don't know what Disney's going to do with Star Wars. If we had that down, we could see what that what that is. We could be like, it's a template for knowing how are they going to treat the franchise. I don't know. They've Disney? but they're but they teamed up with Marvel. And they've been they've fine. teamed up with Marvel as long as they. Ke- I feel like as long as D- Disney keeps their hands off mm-hmm. and kind of actually does what Disney used to do with his artists, which is to say, here's the work goal. harder. Here's the goal that we're heading towards. <laughs> mm. Have free reign with your creativity, but here's the goal. Like Fantasia, you know, you look at Fantasia, yeah. and mm-hmm. he basically said, "Here's a piece of art that we want to make. Here's my goal with mm-hmm. it." Go Tell that was, and show me what's best. That was the early yeah. days. They didn't. They didn't pay five billion dollars for that. So Absolutely. when you pay five billion dollars, you better bet your bottom dollar. There's going to be a new Indiana Jones because yeah. you paid for it. If I recall correctly, Fantasia was quite an investment. It oh, was. I'm sure. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sure it was, and it was a, sure. and it was a failure. But they weren't paying for an IP and then making something out of it. No, Interesting. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, the Lucas people still are ostensibly in charge. Is that good or bad? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Have you guys seen the, the, the trailers for the new uh, Clone Wars replacement? No, the, I haven't. No. The Rebels? It looks, I think it looks pretty good. Okay. You know something? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be upfront. I think Disney has done a very good job with the IPs they've purchased. Yeah. You know, the Muppets has been well handled. The yeah. uh, Avengers and Marvel has mm-hmm. been very well handled. I think Star Wars right now, I'm giving them my trust. All right. Well, the fact that Abrams basically... We'll check back with know. Matt's it's, dreams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the screenwriter for Star Wars, you know. But he got dumped. Which one? Michael Arndt. Was it Michael Arndt? The, the Toy Story 3 writer? Oh, he's not doing it anymore. He got dumped. Not they brought, they brought the dumped. Empire Strikes Back They brought, brought on... Yeah, the, uh, not Urban Kirshner. Not Urban no. um, Yeah, him. Okay. Crap. Well, that's a, that, Somebody to me, that's a good thing. I cannot I mean, that's a good discuss thing. who the... Uh, yeah. Never mind. Oh, yeah. shut up, Don. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard great things about the new writers. Okay. Good. Okay, yeah, fantastic. Exactly. I've heard great things about the new writers. You can't say who the new writers are, but you've heard great things. Okay, well, that's all we need to know. He's shaking his head now. We'll <laughs> see it when, the, when they aren't at the beginning of the movie. Hey, are they going to stick with that? Are we, are we going to see a bullshit title sequence at the front of these Star Wars movies? Of course. Yes, of course. The other ones didn't have it. What do you mean? Episode one, two, three? Didn't have a crawl? They had a crawl. They had a crawl. They didn't have a crawl of actors. Oh, oh. Hmm. What do you mean? There is no intro with actors and directors in any of the Star Wars movies. That's how he got kicked out of the Directors Guild. Right. Oh. So are we going to see a whole bunch of title credits in front of a Star Wars movie before uh-huh. the Yellow Crawl? I don't, I don't think they could do I'm that. Already, I'm already a little bit weirded about, uh, out about the fact that there's not going to be a... It's going to be the castle. Oh. That's right. It's not Fox. 20th Century oh, Fox. Right, right, right. You're right. It's Disney. Unless so some, some reason they haven't distributed it for kicks. It weirds me out a little <laughs> bit. It'll be a different castle. It'll it be might, a different castle. The castle will not, be immediately attacked by a Star Destroyer. Either that or it's not going to be anything, and they'll just go in da 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 da. Maybe it'll get attacked by a Death Star. Yeah, because oh. Disney's not going to put their big fat logo in front of it. Ah, who cares? It's, it's just going to be space you're right. down to a planet. Weird. That's going to be tilt down to a planet. That's going to happen every single film. Go Actually, ahead. if who you think up? about it this way, like Cinderella, like Sleeping Beauty's castle on its side could look like a Star Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the Voltron castle. That's what it does. Mm. All right, who's next on right. uh, stories? All right, so uh, someone who lost their job probably very soon after <laughs> leaked the iPhone six schematics. We think. Yeah. We think. 
And uh, basically, did this, that did this was, happen April first? No, it didn't. No, 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 no. a few days okay. ago. Um, but it looks pretty. And uh, basically, the French website w NWE very quickly uh, put their CG guys on it, and they drew up what the specs are going to look like for an iPhone six. <laughs> they made they made a CG so. uh, rendering of the schematics, and it uh, it looks very thin. Yeah, it looks terrifyingly thin to me. We'll post the, the link. What? Like you just like snap it by putting it in your pocket? Yeah, like I put my phone in my pocket with my keys. Right. Like my keys may snap that. <laughs> just be the wrong fulcrum. And well, just if it's titanium, you know. Mm -hmm. But again, yeah. it's not much bigger. So They said the screen size is bigger. Yeah. They, they went to the edges. So we, they bought us another eighth of an inch. Right. It's like that's not. Well, the Samsung. It depends what the pixel density is. Butt, so. Hold up your phone, Clint. <laughs> Let, this is what a real phone looks like. That's right. It's a Windows phone. <laughs> You have a Windows phone. I oh. do, yeah. I'm the odd man out. I actually don't care about this story. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a PC? Uh, yeah, I've been a Windows guy for a while, yeah. I uh, was, and then I had children. Like, a Windows mm. computer is like having another child. You have to make sure it doesn't catch diseases. You have to keep it safe. You have to protect it from predators. You have to make yeah. sure that it has the right clothes on at all we'll times. We'll ignore Matt's Website viewing habits for now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, did you hear about this? I, I have, I have I, this. I read. I've and heard I have two different stories about this. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there's yeah. a rumor going around, which I think George R. R. Martin started. Yes, I'm not did. sure. Did he? He did. Oh. Yeah. Is I think he's try, trying to tell people why he would have time to write a book, but apparently um, there's this rumor that HBO would finish the series. The final episode would actually be. This is what I read would actually be a movie. I call bullshit. I call bullshit, too. There's no way so. HBO would give that up. No. Well, they, they well, may... What I find... I mean, they could produce it themselves, I guess. Yeah, but, but they want... They want they want $50 a month, not right. your $10 for one viewing. But I, I had read something prior to this rumor, and Martin, uh, Martin, it was an interview with him, and he said he wasn't worried because my books get bigger, and they're going to have to split yeah. the, them up into different seasons. I have plenty of time because my next book's going to be three seasons, not yeah. one. Well, he's wrong. Well, I don't <laughs> know if that's true, but that was his kind of right. thinking about it. Yeah. What I do see more is more likely would be uh, there are several prequel stories and prequel uh, graphic novels that were written by him. Yeah, the I Hedge could, Knight or whatever. The Hedge Knight, Hedge Knight 2, all that well, stuff. That, which I don't like. Well, that article talks about it being the movie like would be it. a prequel, I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I not, see that as being as way a, more viable. I could see the, so. the, the Baratheon, you know, wars and all of that stuff and what sure. happened with... But that's not going to buy him more time because no one's going to wait three years of no. prequels. But why, well. why are you saying no? They're already splitting this next one into... Because HBO just announced that they plan on seven seasons. Oh. Period. They don't care. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, yeah I haven't either. They said seven seasons and they said maybe eight. We haven't seen the other book, but... I think they're stuck with eight. Because they can't, like, <laughs> uh, you know, even with the books that are out right now, no. I can, I can but tell you, we're already getting to stuff that's released four, a new. I can guarantee you, exactly. four and five. He released a new chapter but or a new section? Yes, George R. R. Martin on his website. If you go to his website, you can see it. There's an excerpt from Winds of Winter. Yeah. Which is. <laughs> I'm not reading him. I'm not reading them. Why not? I'm not reading them until the book comes out. Why? Because it's a chapter. Because he's patient. Yeah, it's like reading it through Twitter. You're gonna read it one chap, one sentence at a time until he freaking. No, continue. I'm just gonna read the one chapter. That's all it is. <laughs> I have chapter. never I heard did. such outrage in a squeak. Just, just read the one chapter. No, I'm not reading it. 
You're, you can't make me read it. I can't make <laughs> you read it, but you should, because it's good. <laughs> I'm sure it is. It doesn't give away. Oh, well, it gives away a little bit. There was such a range of tonality. outrange. <laughs> that was beautiful. Well, how about you, Don? You're, you're an avid reader. Is, would you go read this chapter? I, I wouldn't, for the same reason that I avoid. What? I try to avoid a lot of trailers for way. movies that yeah. I'm absolutely going to go see. Like I, the, the, he's got my money. Like Game of Thrones, wanna, I haven't watched a trailer yeah. for the season. I'm already going to watch it. What's the point? The, well, it's for me. It's not so much what's the point is. I just don't want the spoiler. What always cracks me up I mean. about the Game of Thrones yeah. trailers is they always put George R. R. Martin's words in the trailer. Mm. Yeah. And then when I actually see the episode, I'm like, that's not in the book. That's <laughs> not in the book. Yeah. That's yeah. Not the book. Oh, that's the line from the trailer. That's actually his words. Well, he also has great lines. He does. That's why yeah, I'm that's, always like, yeah. just stick to the, you know. The guy, okay. has, the guy has an act for singers. He does. This, he does. This is a personal rumor that I heard with my own ears. Whoa. Okay. I went to a uh, Game of Thrones panel, which was a, it was a tech panel. So it had um, a cinematographer from the show and um, a daily colorist and a special effects artist. And um, one of the guys that's in charge of post doing all the, the pipeline of how they get stuff in and how they pipe things out. It's, it was all tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting um, if you're especially in the business of just, you know, it's the stuff they were using, the cameras they were using, how they were kind of getting files in and out into the clients and all that type of stuff. But we had that question and answer period and people were ask, asking very pretty big tech questions. But one person asked, hey, um, do you have time? How much time do you have to prepare for something that's way down the line? Like you just... Are you just going episode, episode, episode? Or do you know, like, can you go, okay, next season? And they said, oh, we're so worried about this season. We just don't have, you know, we can't really worry about the next seasons. The producer, one of the producers was actually there. The, one of the guys in the panel then blurts out, well, we have all the scripts. And then everyone mm. stops and shuts up, and then they quickly move on. They said, the guy, someone said something like, he said, well, we have all the scripts. I mean, we have the whole like thing scripted out. out is what he was suggesting. Hmm. Now, this could just been me mis, you know, mishearing or something, but I was like, Ugh. Well, I thought they've, they've been the on whole... record saying they know the ending. Martin yeah, we, had yeah. told them what the ending was going to be or something to that effect. It could be that they right now so, have at least it out, like every episode yeah, outlined yeah. out. Outlines, yeah. and, um, and maybe the that's what The show feels pretty well thought out. I mean, it's not... It's where it's, it's well like paced. Yeah. As long as they stay in the thing where everybody is doing what is justifiable actions for that character, I'm totally good. And they're moving into the hottest part of book four. Like sexiest part? No. Like, <laughs> I was like, 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 I think it's the best book. And so mm-hmm. this is my favorite part. Book four is your favorite book? Yeah. Well... Yeah. Wait, book... Th- wait. Book th- end of book three... End of book three is okay. my favorite yes. book. Yes. Right, right. So we're moving into that right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm thinking the color blue, the blue book, whichever yes. the blue book was. Three. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, um, I'm excited. Hmm. Oh I'm boy, excited. me too. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens when, when he starts picking up all the random characters from everywhere. And, I, and think gonna 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 down, right? I think there's going to th- be some things actually, completely cut out. Well, mm-hmm. I actually think watching the series may be a little better than reading the books. Right. Because so many of the things that are just sort of sprawled out across two novels 
maybe easier to follow when it's just presented. Yeah, I just wonder if they're going to be like jump away and I don't, jumps back, yeah. and that's going to be all just linear, right? When they fired so. Dario Naharis and they're hiring a new Dario, so oh yeah, well, I, I don't know if they like fired. Him. I didn't like him either. I yeah. heard he got an, another show. Is oh, what I heard. But anyway, the actor is changing. I is have a, a feeling that may be a very political way of putting that oh, he's could been be. fired. Oh, could be. Because nobody in their right mind is going to leave Game of Thrones. Like, you'd have to be a crazy-ass person to willingly leave. Well, unless he got a really sweet yeah, deal. Yeah, he got a... If he's a lead in unless his, he got his own, own show. Unless I mean, he got a series reg. Yeah. I mean... It should be series reg, seriously. Yeah. Because yeah. we'll that's a, it's a difference. Well, but do you guys guaranteed. think? Uh, I'm, well, do you guys think there'll be things like King's Moot and all that stuff? Or you think that's going to be cut out? Because I think they could cut that. They'd out. They'd have to cut that out. Because you already that's have. Uh, you already have her just leaving. You know. All right, we're not going to spoil anything. Well, or the sand, the, the sand sisters, or the assassins. They could cut that all out. Eh, no, they're not going to because it's they sexy. set up the assassins. Uh, but yeah, but there's no. Need it depends to. on. It depends on could how be done they cheaply too. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cheap stuff. Yeah. So, right. anyway. But the, yeah. the, the King's Mood is or the, the King's Mood is gonna be an interesting thing, whether or not they handle that. Yeah. I don't th- I, I can't it's hard for me to like, imagine them doing it because a lot of those characters haven't been introduced. Right. And they weren't introduced until the book four anyway. And one of the most important characters to have there has left on a quest. So if if she's not there, well, they have a whole season. Is that to, Asha? To, yeah. yeah. They have a whole season to get to her, though, because that's book four. Where it's not even book three. She's leaving for a very important yeah. thing that, you know, it's like, yeah. if she's not there, then meh. All right. Well, I guess we better not talk anymore about that. Or we're going to get some people. Well, and it, and it kind of ties into one of the mailbag things. No, you're, you're about that teacher who, who, who was having problems that with his students. That oh, was just right. absolute genius. Right, so what, they spoiled what happened, the show. Yeah, what so, happened, yeah. Matt? So, he, so he's having problems with his students. They're, they're misbehaving. <laughs> they're not listening to him. And he says, I have read all the books. I know them backwards and forwards. The next person who speaks up. I start writing. Who speaks out of order? I start writing spoilers on the board. <laughs> no detention. <laughs> I'm going to spoil this, this <laughs> gonna TV spoil show. For this TV show. That's, Which is a far worse punishment. It apparently <laughs> silenced the class. It completely worked. <laughs> it's just genius. Great yeah. idea. That would be the best new teacher's aid for like Hollywood <laughs> to send out spoilers to teachers across the United States. <laughs> oh, did you? Didn't know, nobody want to talk about Oculus Rift, right? Should we just mention it? It's weird. Facebook bought Oculus Rift. Does anybody Everyone have, probably knows about it. Two yeah, billion dollars. Yeah. But what do you think they're going to do with it? Just let it be and just make money off of it? I mean, we hope that's what they're going to do, but who knows? Well, they they're going to tie gonna, in. They said they're going to expand in games and everything. Yeah. My question is more is, you know, how do you feel about somebody taking crowdfunded dollars to develop something that is ostensibly going to be indie for the crowd mm. and then selling it to the highest bidder who is then going to take it and use it for their purposes but, rather than what you actually promised. Well, the original creator, I mean, he, 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 he or she, he, I think he did, didn't have any ideas was going to take off like this. I mean, there was well, no way he would have known. Two things is that when you, cra- when you, it, when you crowdfund fund something on uh, Kickstarter, you are not pre-ordering people. No, you don't have to you even. You are fi- not yeah. pre-ordering. You are investing in a company or a project or something no, no hold, guarantees. No guarantees. I think you're most not people even technically investing. You're supporting. You're supporting. That's true. Right. Yeah. Sure. You are okay. not an investor. Right. You right, can't right. claim any sort of ownership. Sure. Sure. I was you probably know? yes. I meant investing is mean you're putting. However, your, from being on the you're right. being on the other side of it, they they do treat um, 
in terms of taxes, they treat Kickstarter as uh, pre-sales. They do treat it as sales, like you're selling a product. Oh. Yeah, you have to pay, you have to pay taxes. You on, have to pay taxes, on, right? On right. Like Why you just you, sold a product. If you get money from anything, you have to pay taxes. That's true. Right. <laughs> but they're treating it like it's a product, so mm-hmm. you know. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but if someone had you, that way, so that argument could be made. Mm, no, only to the government. Only to the government. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. All, I, all I think of is Snow Crash, that they're going to create like a mm. virtual Facebook and we're all going to be hanging out in some virtual bar. I, I imagine they're going to put that. I mean, I don't think they're going to stop the game development. They're not going to put a kibosh on that. It would be silly to do that. But I think they'll probably do a social media component to it. I mean, why not, right? Did, you, did you see the, the funny spoof on it? On, it was like it was like Call of Duty on Facebook on the Oculus Rift, <laughs> and it was like this guy and he's coming along and he's he's stalking up on this guy, and right when he lines up on the guy, all of a sudden the guy's Facebook profile pops up over his face. Oh no! <laughs> and then he gets another message and he's like, ah! And then he gets shot while that's going on. Like he's trying to get rid of it, and then it says like sixty seconds to respawn. Do you want to pay this mm-hmm. many coins into your Farmville uh, account in order to <laughs> increase your level of spawning? I mean, that's, like, that is whatever one it fears, of course. It's going to yeah. turn into that. Like, oh. But now they have got Sony, and I'm sure uh, Microsoft is, uh, is going to announce something. They've got people on their heels. I mean, there's two other people who will be releasing virtual reality goggles mm-hmm. who have a, yeah. a console to support mm-hmm. it. So maybe it's good that they got extra money. You know? Interesting. Yeah. All right. You've got mail. 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 You've got mail. Mail. You've got mail. Mail. You've got mail. 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 Okay. Mailbag. Mailbag. So part Did of our I just do Blues Clues. I think I, I just don't did know. Blues Clues. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I wouldn't know Blues yeah. Clues if it been the me. childless people here have no <laughs> idea. Three blank stares. Uh, part of the catch-up episode is to uh, go through the mailbag, and uh, <laughs> we haven't done this in so long. Yeah, we co- well, let's communicate with our fans. Darn yeah. it, we should just do this more often. But um, okay, geeks and geeklings, tell me what you think. I just had an exchange with somebody on the Game of Thrones official HBO Facebook site when she posted a spoiler on the page about this upcoming season. Um, and I'm not going to say the next sentence. I replied to her post, please remove your post. We are, f- uh, we are, as a fandom, who have read the books, have tried to keep from spoiling these to only those who watch the show. Since this site is for the show and not for the books, there are probably lots of people who've read the, who haven't read the books and have already seen this post. Think how the reactions to the Red Wedding would have been if, everybody had been, if it had been spoiled. Or something really close to that. This person got a bit heated, wanting to know if it was a question or a demand. Someone else had hopped on, on, on board to support her as well. Oi, honestly and naively. I thought someone would have agreed with my request since some folks had really hated being spoiled. So essentially she goes on and on, but she was like, what do we think about this, this reaction of her asking somebody to not spoil stuff, to not spoil something. I I am going to quietly read what the spoiler was. So she wants to know if she went too far or she was correcting her. She's in line. I think she was in line too. Now people were saying, you know, 
It depends on the type of forum, obviously. Sure. Right? But if it doesn't say, you know, spoilers on the forum, you know, page, Tag. then you should probably not do it, especially on the HBO official site, in my opinion. You know, to be like, I avoid that kind of stuff to begin with because I know that someone probably will slip up and say something. So if there's an episode coming out that I haven't seen yet, I won't even go on Twitter because, you know, people... Usually. You just stay away. Oh, yeah, for a few, God, for a few yeah. days. I'm not that far behind, but the ones that are just crucial, like Game of Thrones or Walking Dead, I have to. St- I stay up with. You know, I'm not. Have like, you read Game of Thrones? No. Really? So I understand. She's basically talking. Have you about read people the like ones myself. that are before the ones? I oh, haven't. Just I haven't read them. I. <laughs> well, I'm just read the, the chapters that he released. <laughs> <laughs> just read one, two, just read the back and some of the three. Yeah, like, I, I'm not against hour. reading them, but I did that with Lord of the Rings before mm. the movies came out, and it kind of ruined the experience a little bit. So for this, I was like, you know, I want to just enjoy the show for what it is. Same with Walking Dead. I want to just this is its own thing. I can always go back later and read the books. Right. Yeah. Because sure. there's so many times I've read the read the novel and then been disappointed by Interesting. the so Right. I'm sort of the same way. It's been I've been very busy over the past couple of weeks and there have been sort of some intense T V shows mm-hmm. that I watch. And I find like I, I have to have like a twelve hour moratorium on some social networks. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. People are just like, Can you believe what happened? Well, yeah. if you don't know, here's what happened. No, stop. Just <laughs> right. don't do it yeah yeah you know and they they there's no warning they'll just put it in big bold print on their facebook updates so it's like i just can't go on facebook for the other thing is you know she she just said hey could you would you mind doing this it wasn't that's my thing because i reading what reading her post it started with the word please like yeah there's nothing confrontational about that and as a I've worked with a lot of community managers. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a community manager, you have to stay sort of in touch with the needs of your community you manage. Right. Um, if somebody is implying that something you've posted is a spoiler, mm-hmm. your first reaction should be, I may be spoiling something. That should be your first mm-hmm. impulse. You should be reassessing what you've posted. If your dander is up, that you think someone's being confrontational with you as your first impulse, yeah, you're not doing your job. Like you've got way too thin a skin, right? You know, um, like I said. Uh, but of course, this was just a uh, this was just a user on the forums, right? This wasn't someone who was. Like, and of course, that was a community you know, manager. That was a was it? That was that was oh. an official post from. Uh, yes, so that, that was someone. That was a moderator no, on. No, HBO. It was just a, It was just another user. It was just another user. Another yeah. user. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, you're dealing with another douchebag in inter- in the on the internet. Right. right. <laughs> you got to suck it up. I mean, that's I mean, just she, the way people are going to be. No, she didn't go too far. Yeah. I, I think, but you know, there's just this. There's griefers. There's yeah. people who just love spoiling things. I think they they also love the idea that they they know it like before Aaron everybody shirt. else. <laughs> They know this thing before everybody else. Wait, Aaron's shirt? I have a spoiler shirt, but by the way, those are old <laughs> movies, and you do, there is a great, after a while. There is a, yeah. There was one spoiler on there that was entirely too recent. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will say that to your What face, is it called? The statute of limitations? Like, there is a statute of limitations. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. But I don't know. I think, I think it just takes a certain kind of person that they don't care. They just want to tell, they want yeah. to tell, you know, they don't have the, the self-control not to right. hold yeah. back, you know. But don't you know? All right. Well, Stasia, mm-hmm. she's we feel a your pain. Uh, regular on our yes, uh, forums, which and is a great. Wonderful follower she is. I have several boys, ages eight through fourteen, and I want to start playing some new board games. Any suggestions of games we could play together? Leisure Suit Larry. 
Um, I have a great Lasers. new one that <laughs> I highly recommend. A friend of mine introduced me to it. Um, I think I mentioned it once before. Uh, it's called La Boca. La Boca. La Boca. The highly mouth. recommend this one. Uh, it's a spatial intelligence type game. Uh, it's is basically, it about mouths? It is not. Uh, it's basically a it's a it's block building game mm-hmm. where uh, two people sit on the opposite side of a uh, sort of a grid. Uh, there is a card that shows you the pile of blocks that you should see when you're done uh, restacking the the pile of colored blocks that you've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the two of you need to cooperate uh, and under a under a time limit mm. to try and stack the colored blocks so that both of you see the the gray the shape right um, on opposite sides you oh. cannot you can communicate with each other but you can never look at what the other person is supposed to mm-hmm, see mm-hmm. interesting so uh, it's up it supports up to six players I think that's fun um, yeah. all of you having to cooperate uh, but you know passing the 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 pairing around the table right. Um, it's great fun. Uh, it's actually flexible in difficulty level, so you can play with kids and adults. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommend it. It's it's really a lovely game. All right, Aaron, what else uh, you got? Come I on. would suggest if you guys want to play together, Mice and Mystics. Mm-hmm. We've actually mm-hmm. played this. I think it would work with kids because it is a cooperative game, so you can help your younger kids out and How old? play. I would say you could play seven. Okay. And up. Okay. Um, it's a story game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cute. It's got little plastic miniatures, and the story is great. Okay. Um, that's uh, one I would do. I was trying to think: is there a good superhero one? Hero clicks. Oh. <laughs> I haven't fallen in love with any of the superhero ones yet. For especially not to play with younger kids. Right. Which is weird, but no. <laughs> There is a there is a game that I have not played called Forbidden Island. Forbidden Island, which yeah. is supposed to be very good for children. Uh, for for adults who've played board games, uh, if you've ever played Pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, Forbidden Island is a simpler version of Pandemic, uh, suitable for children. And I'm all for going somewhere and trying to find an old copy of Talisman. Hmm. Talisman. Uh, mm-hmm. You could play Talisman, and you can. There's a new copy of Talisman. Oh, there is. It. Yeah, you can yeah, buy. They it. reprinted Ooh. it. They've re-released. Yeah, you should see mine. Yeah, like it doesn't even fit on my table three, anymore. It barely fits on this <gasps> rug. I did. Not you didn't know, know this? this. If I recall correctly, <laughs> for uh, for older geeks, they've actually re-released Dungeon. Yeah, uh, they have. Which you can now play with your kids. That's perfectly suitable Ooh. for younger kids. That's a good break-in game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of other like like ones that have stories and stuff. Um, that age range is hard. The difference between like a, a younger kid and an older kid in that age is is more difficult. Mm. Yeah, and I, um, I, there's one called Rampage, I think. Squid, quit, I'm totally blanking right King now. King of Tokyo. Okay, it's called, yeah, yeah, what yeah, it's yeah. called. And everybody plays a monster stomping through the yeah, city, that's and that's one. also uh, for uh, younger and older. I think that would also work. Mm-hmm. Off the top of my head, that's kind of. The last one that I would probably throw on the list is uh, Castle Panic. Oh, right. Castle Panic is a great co-op to play with your kids. Uh, it's a very simple co-op game. Uh, the basic premise is uh, all of you are working together to defend a castle that's under attack from a bunch of uh, monsters. Uh, I think it skews a little easy, which mm-hmm. is also a nice thing to play with your kids. Um, 
So uh, if you buy the expansion, it gets a little harder. So be well, forewarned. That's good. Well, yeah, but if you're playing with kids, up. you might want to win. But you could play it, and then but when they get older, throw in the expansion, and then you know. Nice. Also, there's also Ticket to Ride, which I suggest that's for true. adults. Yeah. But you know, if yeah. you if you hold back your strategy, you could play with your kids because it's just color matching. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I a four t- well, you said up to fourteen. That's yeah. And actually, uh, yeah, yeah. Ticket to Ride is one of those older classic games that you can also actually pull out like when your non-gamer friends are over. Yeah. I find they tend to get addicted very, very easily. Yes. Excellent. What's that tile pattern game that you you've played? Oh, um, Quirkle. Quirkle. Oh, Quirkle. Yeah, Quirkle. yeah, that's what it is. That well, would that be too be harder too for the younger kid? I yeah. think. Well, there's actually a children's version. But Blokus, oh, there is. Blokus could be children's good. Mm-hmm. Quirkle, uh, which is is a good game uh, for kids. Um, there's kids Blokus, if I recall correctly. Oh, there uh, might be. I don't know if your kids are bright at all; they could figure out Blokus anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know? Blokus yeah. is a great one for yeah. kids. Dale says they're actually making a movie of chick of chick tracks. The faith, uh, it's faithful to the source material, which means it's a parody. Uh, what do we think about that? Okay, so for those of you who are not familiar with Chick Tracks, <laughs> these things are awesome. I love Chick Tracks. I actually went through a phase when I collected them and for what, a bit. And what is a t- Chick Track? Chick Tracks are these little like um, uh, Christian right-wing testimonial things. Pamphlets. Yeah. Pamphlets. So, mm-hmm. They're like comics. And they're warning you off. Everything. Sinful behavior. Anything. There's a chick track for everything. Right. Like, there's hundreds of them. Yeah. You name a topic that right. anyone might find the vaguely offensive. I, the one I became associated with, them. obviously, was Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Mm. Um, th- this one right. uh, that they're making the movie on is one of the most famous of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? Dark Dungeons? I think so. Um, that basically was, it's from when we were kids, yeah. that warned people about the evils of Dungeons and Dragons that it would teach you to become witches and Satanists right. and drive you to commit suicide. Right, right. Like you right, would right, actually right, right. do, like you're not just playing a cleric, if, you're summoning. At the, at the risk of sounding like an awful person, this chick tract is awesome. Yeah. And it's online. If you can go find it, it's amazing. It's go amazing. read it. It's yeah. just so ridiculous. It's so over the top. It's yeah. amazing. I, mean, I think it's it. the young girl who, who ends up falling prey to the chick tract and they go down and they find yeah. her in a coven and you know she's wearing the hooded robes yeah. and mm-hmm. the pentacle. If in the you've ever of the played Dungeons and Dragons or any role playing game, it has lines in there that are so ridiculous. It's like Having achieved seventh level as a cleric, Cindy was allowed to join the inner circle of the coven as a high priestess of Satan. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Good to know. Obviously, you've <laughs> never been to your local hobby shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my but god! But they are making a. Uh, they, I think they're crowdfunding. A, there is a trailer. Yeah, there's a trailer. It's. I mean, it's you know low budget, but it mm-hmm. probably shouldn't be much more than that. And it's very cute. It's cute. Speaking I of people, think it's who, a great idea. Speaking of, of people who nail. Um, D&D players like right where it hurts everybody should watch Unicorn City if you haven't seen it uh, it's available on Netflix it mocks our geekiness to a fairly well and mm. does it so very very well yeah um, the funny thing yeah the funny thing is like we are so much better at skewing ourselves than, than any anybody of these else ever could anybody have else yeah and it's it's uh, <laughs> it's hilarious it's awful and hilarious. Is it? It's made by fans, though. It's made by fans. Okay. Uh, what was Dale's original question? Because I feel like we've completely missed the point. Yeah. No, he what was, just, he was what talking we about the, of the of of the of the them film. making a movie of. Um, yeah, we covered that. We got it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome. 
Um, I I can't help thinking that the original people who made the Chick Tracks might be vaguely horrified by the fact that we're doing it. Um, Even better. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, any Geeks on followers going to the Calgary Comic Expo this April? Possible meetup? Ian. Okay. The reason why I put this on here right. is that we, we get that every once in a while. Yeah. Um, and posting that type of stuff on our Facebook page is a great idea because even though we might not be going, there might mm-hmm. be other people, other Geeks, geeks on, on listeners, listeners who might, you might be right. able to meet up with. Yeah. But the reason why I bring this up is... Geeks on gets around. You're going to some... You're I going am going to be at the Midwest Media Expo. Uh, uh, they're bringing me there for World of Steam. I'm also going to do a science fiction screenplay writing uh, thing and a Kickstarter panel as well. And when is this? Uh, that will be March... Hang on, pulling up the computer. Uh, that will be... It's in March sometime. March... Oh, sorry, sorry. April 25th through the 27th, um, and, yep. which is a uh, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and, uh, yeah, and that's, that's basically it. I'll be there for, for all of that fun stuff. I'm going to actually start, uh, there's a lot of conventions here in Los Angeles that I just Mm -hmm. kind of, I'm thinking I'm going to start going to more of them. Just pop yeah. in for a day. Well, I've always wanted we to go to the also, anime We should also mention never, that this is... Oh, it's fine. Yeah. This is, if you wanted to go. This okay, is the cool. most abjectly refused we have been from, from Comic-Con this year. Comic-Con is getting to be like a walled fortress. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's getting to be more effort than it's worth to actually get in and do yeah. it. I have so, had less and less fun going every exactly. year. Exactly. So well, this, this year, year I'm making a con- I'm making an effort to to do it, but it's I'm making a less concerted effort than I have in the past. I may not be going to it, okay. but I have decided that I am going to go to Dragon Con. Awesome, and which I had a blast, and I hardly knew anybody there. Okay, uh, just listeners actually, people right. that we've met, and they treated me great. I mean, the whole convention is about meeting at friends, which is what it That's should good. be, right? That's what it should be. So yeah. when you Dragon go in Con there, sounds fantastic. It's a, yeah. and it, it's almost it's almost cheaper than going to uh, Comic Con because the rooms are half the price right. and stuff. Yeah. Even if you fly there and get a room, it ends up the same price of a freaking. Well, flying to Atlanta is apparently not expensive. It's not super expensive. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I am definitely going to go to Dragon Con this year, and I kind of want to make a bigger deal about it since I know this time. Sure. Far enough we ahead, should. so I'm gonna actually try to find out who their uh, who their uh, lineup is, and we'll see whether or not we. Can yeah, get I'm gonna see if anybody wants to help out. If you guys want to go, that's fine. Uh, maybe some listeners will help me out there, and we can get some interviews and just kind of make it a bigger deal. It's way easier to do that stuff there yes. because they have room. Yeah. to right. do it. It's you know. Ugh. Well, this year I'm going to uh, WonderCon. Uh, Which is in Anaheim it's in, soon? It's Anaheim in two weeks. Two weeks? I, yeah. I might try to go to that if I can get a ticket still. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think I'm, you still can. I'm going to that just because like, it, it was just easier to go than to Comic-Con. Right. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Easier to pass. And I'm going to uh, Board Game Geek Con again. Oh, you are? Oh. Yeah. That's in... T- uh, f- it's in uh, Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Yeah, in November. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. I had a great time two years ago and... Uh, I figured, uh, why not? Why not fly out again? So exactly. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm going to just start doing more, at least locally, and then uh, I'm kind of having fun to just walking around and meeting people. So you might want to consider Board Game Geek Con again, because because uh, I think you would have a great time. Yeah, I probably would. 
Hmm, maybe I'll look at that. I'll look into that. <laughs> you can split my room. <laughs> Those right. rooms will break you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I yeah. know. <laughs> this is from Shorty Bexter. I love the show and I haven't really done any role-playing games tabletop, but I have played Skyrim, so I would love to hear more about RPGs. So I assume they mean pen and paper. I really liked it when we kind of talked about genres of uh, RPGs, like, you know, the desert campaigns and all that stuff. But I also, we had mentioned once doing um, a show about Yeah, don't we have a, religion. Have a, have a back episode of RPGs? Um, I don't know about you that. You talked about, yeah. Doing you, a, you do. religion in RPGs, right. so you which always, I think is a great freaking idea. Yeah, we were going to pull in a couple. We have a couple different religious listeners and atheist listeners and uh, who might have some great perspective on adding. We have several people who would add to this conversation. I think it's important to, to think of that type of stuff in role-playing games. It makes I think it makes your gaming richer and more sophisticated if you think about religion and your rpgs specifically just to just answer the listener's question should we just mention some some of our yeah i think we should just mention titles of our favorites without going too much into them unfortunately these days i I mean are they still we don't get to i don't get to play that Mm. much right but pen and paper let's see let's do like two pen and paper like me riffs and cyberpunk were my two huge ones uh, Rifts is by Palladium Games. It's sort of both magic and technology. Uh, and Cyberpunk is just Blade Runner Super Futures. And they're actually coming out with a great video game of it. Mm. Uh, we hope. We hope. <laughs> very spoon. Mike Pondsmith, yeah. who wrote the original game, is, is doing that. And then I have everything that I own crossed uh, in, in the hopes that that will be good. That um, sounds painful. And yeah, it is. But well, it's worth it. If you're it. looking for a first-time gaming experience, finding people to role-play with can be a little difficult. So yeah. uh, the one to keep an eye open for is Pathfinder, mm-hmm. just because that can be the easiest one to find people to play with. Yeah, or D and D. I mean, or D and D. Straight D and D. Yeah. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I I just find that the uh, the right now that if you're going to find a D and D group, fourth edition is usually the one you're going to find, and. I just don't think fourth edition is a very rewarding experience because it, it, it's very video gamey, mm-hmm. which is not what you want from your tabletop experience. Yeah, you want to be different. Yeah. That's so, why you're playing it. Yeah. That's why, that's why you're reaching for a tabletop experience right now. So, uh, I'd recommend if you want to try finding a tabletop experience, try looking up uh, meetup.com, uh, is a good way to try and find a group in your, your area. Or try and, try and head down to your uh, local hobby shop or gaming store. And, and Board Game Geek has an RPG Geek section, which I ah, think you nice. can post. People will post where when they want to have meetup groups in different areas. That's handy. So if you go to Board Game Geek and then somewhere on the top base, you have an RPG link that will take you to another site. And you can find in the forums there different postings. But don't overlook your local brick-and-mortar stores. Uh, yeah. They'll often have a cork board or a whiteboard of some sort where somebody's looking for a group. And there'll be somebody arguing over how far their mortar can fire <laughs> on some map. This is true. In terms of a tabletop, I mean, they still play Warhammer, I think. It's still big. Robin Williams plays Warhammer. Really? Does he really? He's a huge Warhammer Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Wow. That would be so trippy, playing Warhammer with Robin Williams. With Robin Williams and Vin Diesel. That's like I, that's on my mm. bucket list. If I can get that done <laughs> in one sitting, or I remember yeah. reading. No, 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 like I want Robin Williams, Vin Diesel, and Will Wheaton. Mm-hmm. I remember reading Play. an interview with uh, Vin Diesel, where he was talking about working on the second Riddick movie, playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons with Judy Dench. Yes, 
And yeah, I heard that as well. Yep. Another, I think, it was Carl, Carl Urban, Keith Urban. Yes, Carl Urban. Uh, yeah. Using Carl Dungeons Urban. and Dragons as the way to explain the mythology of the movie. Oh, he RPG'd in his own universe. Yeah, to, exp- nice. to using it to explain the world to them by having them I role play their characters. I'm just I like, that's him. awesome. No, I'm not great. sure if they are actually asking about specifically tabletop. I mean, they, could, they could be talking about video games video as well. Games. Yeah, RPG so. video game suggestions. They played Skyrim. Well, you've Knights played of the, Skyrim Knights of the Old done. Republic. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm going to point Mass you in Effect the, games kind of. I'm going to point you in the direction of Dragon Age because mm-hmm. right. for me, that's just the most enjoyable story and RPG. Right. Like I just had a great time. Fallout was another. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic is on the iPad now, and it's actually playable. The first one? The first one. It's actually uh. playable very well on the iPad. I was shocked how well it works. Such it's a good game. Great it's, game. Yeah, and Such a good game. Because the, the action stops and allows right. you to plan, it, that awkwardness of like having to use your thumbs to get, do everything, it, you can do your planning, what you need to do, and then you know, hit unpause and your characters <laughs> run around. It totally works on the iPad. Cool. I mean, I played it just like I did back in the day, right. and it's a damn good yeah. role playing. And of game. course all of the Final Fantasy games although they just have weirdest plot you're ever going to run across but it's very some, weirder and weirder. Some people swear by them. That is true. Yeah. And Don god damn it we need to play Fiasco. <laughs> oh jeez yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. What is so Fiasco? Fiasco is a little small uh, role playing game that came out two or three years ago and won all sorts of awards. I heard the guy talk, the guy who made it. I heard him talk at DragonCon last year. Uh, but it's a, uh, it's kind of like um, Fargo, the role playing game. <laughs> yeah, especially you, you just play misfits and thieves and criminals and weirdos, and then at the end of the game, everyone's dead. It's just one shots. Okay, but and the way you make your characters, it's like everybody's tied together, and yeah. your the way you make your characters is your relationships to each other rather awesome. than stats. Relationships oh, and, well, and speaking items. of that, we should definitely put a shout out to John Wick. Any of John Wick's games uh, are very smart, and, and he made a Harry and Potter game. And generally, very simple yeah. to slip into. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wilderness of Mirrors um, is a game that if uh, John Wick made, it's like a fifteen-page. RPG, but if you don't want, if you don't have the time to prepare all that work to run an RPG, yeah. you can get your friends over and play immediately. It's great. You make a character in five minutes. You start making the campaign while you're playing, and it's a really. We played it for like eight hours once, it's and great. it was fun as hell. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Some guys have got a patent on podcasting, and they're starting to go after people. Planet Money 462 when patents hit the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it was Planet, Planet Money 462. It's a, Planet Money is a podcast, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who did it. That, that, that's the episode number is 462. I had heard that the, the people who patented podcasting actually started with, like, tapes or something. I, it was yes. a weird... Yeah, I've, I've heard yes. that episode about yes. the, the history of podcasts. That is exactly what they did. They started with tapes. But I didn't think that... That was a couple of years this ago they were talking an about idiot. that. I, yeah, and I didn't think he, that actually had any... He is being upheld, and he's getting money from people. Are you kidding? No. He's going after some people and getting money, yes. He is being, so the, uh, the, the, no, he's being held up in court, and he's getting money from people. Oh. Because he did it, and he, and he registered it so as a patent people. in the 80s. Oh. Mm. And and he did it with a tape, and that's what it, his tape is basically. Um, what he t- claims is a digital magazine, which is right. the precursor of podcasting. 
You know? I remember hearing that episode. Uh, maybe I heard it on NPR, but I just thought this can't have any weight. It's awful I mean, and fascinating, but yeah. he's 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 moving the ball and he's going after anybody who's making a profit off of uh, podcasting. We're not. We do this for the love of you guys. So um, we haven't made it one single penny. No, we've not. <laughs> After all these years, nine years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nine goddamn years. <laughs> well, we gotta have a big celebration next year. Yeah, right? we right. definitely should. Tenth anniversary. Maybe Peter will come back. It will just be a podcast of ambient party noise for two hours. <laughs> 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 We're gonna record. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just put the mic in the middle of the room. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> falling Skies, Revolution, Defiance. I'm not really all that impressed with Falling Skies, but nanomachines are the lazy crutch in all three of these shows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounds like Dom. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, uh, I can only recall the characters' names in one of the shows. What does your guys stand on these? This is by Andrew. About that? About, about the shows. Nanomachines or the shows? shows? I think just the no, shows. No, no, no. I mean, that's what my take is. It's about that. You know, it's like, mm. yeah, it's a lazy crutch, and I don't really I haven't seen the, the other two, but I've seen Falling Skies. I actually kind of enjoy it, but it's not. It's, Great. You're still watching it? I'm still watching That's it. That's no yeah. Wiley's show, right? Yeah. Correct, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I gave up on the Falling Skies. I liked it better when it was season. called V. <laughs> <laughs> well, V got rebooted. I wasn't a big fan of that second attempt, but no. Yeah, I mean, I've got. Oh, f- are you watching Defiant still? I'm still watching Defiant. Really? Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, okay. I made it through the first season. Yeah. It's, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. It's one of those shows where, like, you know, that part's really, really good, and then all of that's so bad. I feel that way about Falling Skies. I, there's some yeah. little kernels, and I'm just, this is great. I wish they went in a totally different direction yeah. off that. But and then Revolution, I just couldn't find anything good. Yeah, I watched I a couple just, episodes, dropped it. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Is that still on? Big old steaming pile. I think that it is. Still on. It is. Yeah, it got like good ratings. Another but it was one of those things where the, rate, the, rate, the ratings kept withering. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, it just kept withering and withering and withering. And I don't know where they stopped. Like, that the power was, slowly dying out. That sh- I only saw, like, five episodes of that. But that show was really good about the last 30 seconds of each show. Yeah. The whole show, you'd be like, dumb, 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 Revolution. dumb, dumb. Yeah. And then the last 30 seconds, they would do something. You go, eh, okay, I'll see what that means in the next episode. <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb. Last 30 seconds, eh, eh, I might check out. And finally, I was like, ah, screw this show. But I will say, <laughs> I will say with each of those shows, there is something that does click with a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. Like there are some people out there that love Falling Skies. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. Um, Revolution does seem to hold a core group of people that do keep coming back. Um, hey, there's people who listen to this show. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> you just insult all the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> you know? And like Defiance, I, like I will say like for me, like uh, Defiance has a couple core storylines and a couple store ca- core characters. And I think the makeup is fantastic. Mm-hmm. How's that role-playing game going on for yeah. Defiance? Oh, you mean the, the RPG <laughs> they put out? Yeah. Oh, the, uh, the MMO. MMO. The MMO. I Were still, you playing? I, still, I only played it for like five minutes because it just didn't work. But <laughs> I should put it in because there's no monthly fee. I should just yeah. go see what it's... I'm is curious it still, if anyone's still, still playing. Active? I don't know. I should get on just see what Because they were pushing like, yeah. the heck out of it for a while. And I'm curious... Well, that was the whole cell, right? The cross the yeah. cross contamination between the two worlds. I'm curious if anyone's still in there. I went back to the original Halo uh, like the video game, game. yeah, mm-hmm. and there were like a ton of people. Oh, just playing online at still like, playing Death Halo Match. One. Yes. Oh, nice. I was stunned that people are still on there. Some people still did. I think it was only recently that uh, Halo Online. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, excuse me, that uh, Ultima Online. 
went is it, down. Was it still going on? No, it, it's done it now, was, if though. I recall correctly, but only recently did it shut wow. down. Amazing. Wow. Uh, that was from Andrew Wynn, by the way. Uh, pray tell, why is there a lack of illustrations of female geeks in your header, header photo? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of us, and we're even mm. damn cute. I Aww. actually run a game store, play board games, MTG, PS3, rule at war games, and my favorite movies are Big Trouble in Little China, nice. Ghostbusters, Princess nice. Bride, and Paul, Raspberry Noise oh, in yeah. Our General Direction. Uh, did I mention I'm a fan of Firefly, Star Wars, and Star Trek? You boys don't know what you're missing. Jerry Crease. You got are the you job, kid. <laughs> He's like, well, what, yeah, you're what, in the crew, kid. What, what header are they speaking of? I, okay. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. So I think she's specifically talking about our logo as drawn by in, Cheyenne Wright. In the Facebook, in our Facebook fan page, yes. we put our, um, we had an artist make a rendition of us, the people yeah, who were actually on the show. Back in the day. Don is, yeah. Don is 200 pounds lighter than he is drawn <laughs> in that. You know, Don looks like Kingpin in that, you know, <laughs> yeah. in that photo. Yeah, so that... that now he looks like Iron Fist, I, I so could, it's just... I could part crowds back then. <laughs> oh. I really miss that. Oh, no. That was... Uh, so that photo isn't a representation, uh, representation of g- geeks in general. Oh, Those actually, are, it's that's, the cast members. That's it's actually you guys. us. That's yeah. actually us. So that, that was the original four geeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back in the day. And so, the fourth shall not be named. Yes, who's yes. no longer here. <laughs> the beloved gone. Peter, who has been drowning under two twins. lovely twins, He's just been drowning under twins forever. Maybe, maybe we should you have, have to clarify. It is his kids, twins. He's not drowning under twins. twins. No, that'd be that'd be awesome. Unless it was Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, maybe we should commission uh, Cheyenne to make do, something more appropriate. Do a new for, drawing. Instead of us, maybe something that represents, I don't know. Maybe she can just be popping up from behind you guys. like Ensemble (laughs) shot of the various geek hosts we've had over the years. Oh, I don't know. Well, think about it. Sure. I mean, I get it. Put Lisa in there, put Ianthe in there. But, you know, we could do that. All right, well, Maybe noted. even Clint. Maybe even Clint. Can you wear a dress, Clint? (laughs) You would look terribly. Pull off the drag thing. How tall are you, Clint? Five o'clock shadow? Uh, Almost 6'2". You're a jeez. Yeah. Who, who was that? I'm a tall dame. He just he just looked like uh, he looked like uh, what, is, what is that? Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Who wrote that? That was uh, Jerry Creason. Oh, okay. All right, here. Do you think she's uh, single? I don't know, but wow. she's, yeah, she's she's sexually harassing the game. I asked her if she was single. That's mm-hmm. all. That. Uh, <laughs> they've got I a lot. In, they've definitely got a lot in common. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> That would be Aaron at geekson.com. Aaron at geekson.com. I will laugh if you get a date. <laughs> I will be very happy for you, but I'll laugh at first. Right. Jerry, uh, Aaron will be at DragonCon this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, next. This is from, I believe, Tony Garrison. What do you guys think about Marvel pumping out all these superhero movies every year? Do you think DC will ever get their act together and do the same thing? Love the show, guys. Keep it up. It's not just Marvel. It's a whole bunch of... I, I saw a wonderful Venn diagram that showed who had what properties yeah. and why they were pumping them out. You know, like one of the reasons why we keep on seeing the damn spider keep on biting Peter <laughs> is because Sony's Sony. got to maintain their hold on that property. Right, because if they don't make a film, they lose the rights. Exactly. Right? It yeah. reverts back to... Now, what um, else is Sony putting out? Sony has Spider-Man. Spider-Man. They have... Fantastic Four? Fantastic Four as well. And X-Men. Warner, no, no, that's, Warner that's Brothers. Fox. Fox? Fox, yeah. has, Fox has X-Men. Fox has X-Men. Okay. 
Fox also has like one other weird property. Marvel's got uh, Marvel's going deep into the roster with like Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. and well, Avengers. Well, I think and who made Daredevil? Who was that? That was that Fox as well. That might have been Fox as well. Yeah, because they, um, they kept Daredevil and gave up something else. I've mentioned this Daredevil. before, but I'll say it again. I think Marvel better find some other things to put on the screen because I think this shit is about ready to this bubble. Well, is no, no, I am no, 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 getting no. tired of superhero movies personally. And, and I, when I, I actually disagree, and I think because because the, they're they're doing that, Aaron. They're answering your question already. Okay. With the fact that they're going so deep into their roster with Guardians of the Galaxy, and that trailer and Ant Man. That that trailer looks damn fun. It does, but I'm I, saying I agree. what I, I'm, I'm saying is, is they need to do things like uh, that. Uh, per, uh, per, uh, Perdition's Road. What was it called? Road, road, to, road to Perdition. Right, they right. need to go down that path. Down that road. If there's somebody flying and has jetpacks, that shit's going to be over in a couple years. It's it's a nice idea, but the, but that guy with jetpacks is making them billions of dollars. Oh, I know, right now. Right so now. That's not but if you want to see a bubble pop, those I mean, guys. Are let's gonna... see, because like I, I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet. Yeah. That may not be superhero. And that I, may feel like sci-fi. And I, I think agree. Guardi- and I think Guardians of the it. Galaxy yeah. is the one that, that, that gets to, to prove the formula. Is yeah. Marvel on a track where they're saying, oh, we went this deep into our roster with a comic book that doesn't have a huge fan base, but the Marvel label is on the front of it, and the Marvel Studios label is on the front of it, and you guys came to see it and gave us $500 million, or even enough to make it back $350 million, well, then they've got a, they've got a provable commodity, and they can go, well, what else do we have back here? You know, I'm yeah. not saying they need to do what was whatever the... Now, you can already see with the superhero brands, they're, they're differentiating tone. Right. So, like, with... Uh uh, with Iron Man, you have sort of their, let's call that their baseline superhero, right? Sure. Okay. Then with Captain America, they're going in a spy thriller direction with their it's next movie. It's the same people watching the movies. No, but the tone of the movies it's are not, different. because there are with new Thor, geeks every year. With Thor, they're going with a romance direction. Okay. Uh, with uh, Ant-Man, they're starting to finally branch out into a comedy, comedy. direction. And, of course, Galaxy... You know? Yeah. Okay. Sci-fi. But wait, so now, wait. Going with, back to your... with DC, mm-hmm. they're making they're already tripping themselves up in that Batman's dark. Now Superman's yeah. dark. So yeah, let's answer you the know? other side of the question. Will DC ever do that? Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask: DC's... Were you making the point about Marvel right being so prolific? Was right. it just because they had these auxiliary companies with their titles also putting out material? Yeah. Where DC doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's yeah. just. I mean, I have the little visual guide here can but, we see yeah universal mm-hmm. pictures um owns namor um stanley is his own man and owns nothing mm-hmm. um lionsgate entertainment uh has man thing Ooh. that's wow. a that's a deep cut that, uh, well, that was on sci-fi channel they made 20th that. century fox has yeah. fantastic four silver surfer wolverine cable x-men uh they share um quicksilver and scarlet witch with marvel uh, mm. Sony Pictures has uh, Spider-Man and Venom. Because they're both X-Men and Avengers. Right. Mm. And uh, Marvel Studios has Captain America, Thor. They have the Avengers. Uh, Power Pack, Punisher, Ghost Rider, Black Panther, Daredevil. Who Electra, Power Pack? Uh, Marvel. Huh. Uh, Electra, Blade, Ant-Man, Cloak and Dagger, Doctor Strange, and Luke Cage. I don't know why nobody has made a Cloak and Dagger TV no, show. No, I, I want to I want Cloak and Dagger. Well, TV I want Cloak and Dagger movie. movie. Really? Movie. Because then you can go darker? Yeah. 
I don't think it would work as a TV show. Well, not a, not a network television show. Only on AMC. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it would. Be I don't fantastic. think they would work as a solo TV. I don't think it would work. But yeah, I mean, uh, and and the reason, well, yeah, DC disappoints me because they 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 don't really have. Well, a I don't think they're as well viewpoint. organized as Marvel. They didn't make their Which own studio. And DC one, were, they were the better. They were the better. They they've become unitonal. Yeah, unitonal. Uh, yeah. They they were like we well Batman really works so now. All of our characters are Batman. Mm. Yeah, you know, everybody's like, dark. Yeah. Did it, did anybody see uh, the the very cute viral video that was Superman with a GoPro? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. I love that. Digital corridor, digital. So, yeah, yeah. Here's, I got asked this question: How many people here have seen the Wonder Woman pilot? Oh, oh, I didn't bother. What? I didn't. I didn't. Oh see yeah. It. Oh, a, yeah. Did it? It leaked. Oh yeah. It's the one by. Um, Ali McBeal guy, right? That one? Yeah. Uh, David yeah. Lee. David, David, David Kelly. E. Yeah. Kelly, yeah. right. Um, she's wearing yeah. the our friend, Our friend Joseph Gatt was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's getting chased down at the beginning of the, yeah. the show. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's so good, right? Oh, oh it's a genius. <laughs> so Wonder Woman is a uh, corporate, she's exactly. a corporate head. Yeah. Mm. Um, and her company is rich Why? because it makes Wonder Woman dolls. What? That's so they're self-aware of her. She's already exists in this world. Yes, uh, she is. I mean, she is Wonder Woman professionally. Why don't they make like mm. the mascara? What? It's Themyscira. Ah, oh, see, corpora- don't you think they could, Don't you think it'd be great if they were like Themyscira mascara? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You might as well. Yeah. I mean, I mean you're going to screw it up. Just thoroughly screw it up. It was. Like, it, up. it was so bad. I mean, it was really just oh, just oh. <laughs> Wow, you know, so it's, she's the consensus a, is you guys are okay with Marvel title I, after title I, after see, title I, after title. I do agree with Aaron. Aaron wants that they need they do need greater diversity. Mm-hmm. Does Marvel own Dark Horse? No, who, no. who, who who's Dark Horse? Is Dark Horse thing, thing, I think. Thing. Right? Now, they own I think that Vertigo. DC, Vertigo. Yeah. No, DC, or DC owns, owns Vertigo. Vertigo. Yeah. I think DC has a better chance if they could ever get their shit together, in that they could start off their superhero lines and then diversify into Vertigo. Well, now, I feel DC like DC has Constantine coming out as a TV show. Right. Mm. Now, right. if done correctly, that mm. could be a great first step into a whole new line of things. I just feel like they DC missed the boat with their first Superman film, you know, to really yes. say, here's the ability to establish the Justice League. They didn't pull the Iron Man. Yeah. The Iron Absolutely Man is the key. Like when Robert Downey yep. leaves, we're they're a little bit in trouble. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but they never got. They never fifty million. A but picture. they need right. someone. They need. Uh, they need a charismatic linchpin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and this Superman is not it. He looks good. Yeah. I wouldn't Kinda. necessarily blame the actor this time. It was hard to tell with that movie. Right. It, it was a, had multiple problems. I've, I've seen that actor in other things. He's not a charismatic mm. linchpin. Mm. Okay. Uh, this is about our family and marriage episode, which is one of our more recent ones. Okay. Um, I haven't seen Cosmos. Forget, forgot to TiVo it. Uh, but I, since Aaron shouted, but it's true, like three times, note that Giordano Bruno was executed for preaching anti-Trinitarian universalism and other heresies. Thank you for giving me things Sorry. that trip my tongue over. <laughs> you, you, you worked yeah. your way through it. I'm impressed. <laughs> and he cites a website here. Yeah. Um, so no, Aaron, it's not true. And don't anyone bring up Galileo, whose controversy has also been constant, uh, consistently misrepresented since the Pope was ready to accept his ideas until there was a misunderstanding about something said that led to an overblown tiff. 
Okay. Um, well, wait, not since true. I was, I'm going to finish, okay, sorry, sorry, finish, sorry. His, finish his email. Mm-hmm. You can sit there quietly, mm-hmm. mister. Mm-hmm. And while religion and silence sadly often butt heads, I see them as two sides of the same coin. I give you uh, such names as Pascal, Newton, Mendel, Linnaeus, and the list goes on ad absurdum. Since vocal and powerful people have led the fight against science using religion as an excuse, but it's intellectually dishonest to, to thus paint theism uh, all with the same brush. Okay. Well, j- just one thing was to, 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 to recap and, and to, to actually take Aaron's side uh, on, on this side of the mail. Um, Aaron was saying, because I, I was saying that, that, that Cosmos was not being inclusive by the way they told that story. Right. Right. And that Carl Sagan initially created Cosmos as a much more inclusive type of television show that was like, look at the wonders of science. Okay, now come over here before he, he kind of, and I feel like Cosmos is, is very much sort of bashing the Christian arguments and the intelligent design arguments over the head with a big ball mm-hmm. peen hammer. Right. They're not even being, I mean, they're, they're taking the, the, the eye uh, argument that is one of the, the tried and yeah. true arguments of the, of the uh, Christian, right? And they gave and, it a whole episode. And they get a whole episode on the complexity yeah. and the evolution of the eye. So that being said, you know, although you were like, but it's true. Uh, and I was basically saying, yes, but it's not inclusive. It's not bringing people to the table. That is to also say that, yes, there, this may be true about Galileo and this may be a, a, true about Bruno, but the Catholic Church does have a very long history of oppression and oppression of ideas that are not in line with the but Catholic Church. So it is true yes. that the, um, there was a stylized version of the story yes. in Cosmos where, yes. where the scientists ascends into well, he was never yeah. he was never painted as a scientist ever well a and he he didn't have a science thing, background as a as a new but he literally he just says a, your idea of god is too small you know? right okay true that is true you're right he is a he had a different just, version of of theism right. mm-hmm. uh and a different version of the universe he kind of you know we were saying he was an astronomer so he still right. believed he, in god he sure still, yeah, yeah he was still a christian right. he and just, i not right. taking that away but and the show i thought did a they had uh, something to say, and what they were yeah. definitely stylizing it. And I totally get what Dale was. Yeah. Um, I feel like they stylized the animation, but they weren't. I don't think I, when I saw it after mm-hmm. I, I, I saw it after I had heard your mm-hmm. episode, so I didn't. I didn't know what to think at the time. I didn't think. I mean, I didn't think it was as bad as uh, you more one, one-sided mm-hmm. than. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. feel that way. I was just saying, if you want a kid. To look at it and not be like, what happened? Why? Whoa, you know. I mean, they but crucified people <laughs> yes. for not for going Absolutely. against. And that was my point. That's fine. Do it in episode five. You oh, know? Oh, you know, you have more problems. It was the that, introduction to the entire pilot, series. Now, yeah. now, don't do it, Matt. Then. As far as episode three, where mm-hmm. they go through and they talk about the eye. Yeah. You know, at some point you have to say, guess what? This is true. This is reality. Like you know, sorry. Right, and but that but, thing that you and, hear and about this the is, eye, and this to 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 be on 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 Dale's side, Newton and many others like him uh, did what they did to honor a larger spirituality, and by not, a- arguing, not arguing with that at right? all, but to alienate that group by saying it's either our way and our truth or your faith, you know, and is, I don't. Is that I, what it, happened? Well, just I don't I don't believe that I don't believe in either side of the argument that 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 I 
either the the Christian view that that basically God is a is an ever receding point of knowledge that we don't understand, right? But that or the, or to say that faith has no place because because there's truth or there isn't truth. But the episode Cosmos didn't address any of that. All that Cosmos is saying in episode two was that the church right has gotten away of forward thinking. That's all it said, essentially. Well, they're being very specific in slapping down. Uh, and, and this is actually a good thing because it b- leads to critical thinking, frankly, fine. But, it, but it, they're very, being very specific about slapping down um, arguments uh, that are brought up for intelligent design. Fine. But don't alienate, it, in the method that you deliver it, don't alienate people who you could actually bring to your side. Okay, well, well the argument is that those people who believe intelligent design, are what they're, we've kind of seen this over and over again with politics and now religion and science, that you know, once their mind is made up, it's made up. That's they're not going to change. Like they're not going to change. Neil Neil uh, Tyson that. even well, it, there's there been done studies about this. Right. You know, you show someone the exact same right. piece of information. You show an adult they're gonna, that they're going to come. But not everyone is an adult. No, but Neil deGrasse Tyson said if this shows more about the people who don't have an opinion yet. Right. You know, who have Absolutely. no... Absolutely. Children. Yeah, but... Okay, you know, well, like both. a 10-year-old, the 11-year-old, the 13-year-old, the 15-year-old, you know, who, who maybe... How many lose. creationists are putting their children down in front of the television and saying, watch this with an open mind? If you're, if you're a kid yeah. in a school that's, you know, actually open-minded and you're in a, in a state that, that is against it, right, and is raising you with intelligent design, and they put up Cosmos, right, and they can basically show Cosmos and they can say, look at what they're doing, just the way we laugh at Chick Tracks, right? If they can say, look at what they're doing and the method by which they're doing it is alienating. Do you want to be part of something that says it's them or us? Well, I'm, I, right? I, Isn't that what they're I doing? Right? That <laughs> exactly. That is what the, right, with what the Christian right does in many ways. And I don't think it's right there either. I don't think that it's, that it's right to basically say, in order to shorthand our point, we need to alienate people. Well, hold on. Right. Is, right. is Cosmos being presented in classrooms? Is the probably. new Cosmos? Yeah, probably, probably eventually I will would, be. Yeah, I would you know. say that maybe a, a I would say I would give you high odds. I don't know for sure, but I would I, give you I'm high just, odds. I'm just, I doubt, like, my, own, my own personal beliefs is that anything produced on commercial television mm-hmm. is most likely not going to be presented in an educational I standpoint. watched Cosmos in my science class. Yeah, so did I. I, I, was, think, I think that I, is not commercial television that was a PBS. Right. Oh, but now, but okay, so we're going to move off this very quickly, but what would you say it, when they talked about how old the Earth was? Did you think they should cut that part out, too? I think that was absolutely fascinating, and, and when you're presenting, it, again, my issue is not with presentation of the facts. My, my issue is with how you present something to someone. It's, it's the way as, my, as my dad said, you can either tell someone that they're, they're an asshole yeah. Or you can spend 20 minutes and get them to agree with you. This is right. actually okay, something no. that I, I agreed with you yeah. during the first, the first episode exactly. when we were talking about. But you um, hadn't seen it yet. No, no. But the way you were discussing it right. was if, if you're going to be presenting this information, mm-hmm. it's my belief it should be presented in as neutral a manner as possible. Right. If you're presenting it with mm. an opinion as it's coming out, you're actually defeating right. um, a scientific nature if you're saying people of the church it depends what our right if you're saying mm. to to let's say let's say johnny 15 year olds right you're saying people of the church are scary they're oppressive and they kill people 
right? Now, mm -hmm. they may be oppressive and they may have killed people in the past. But if somebody looks at that cartoon and goes, that's not me. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm like. You know, I, don't, I, I don't think they're making that point. I go though. to church. They were showing in a historical context. You're talking about just the first episode one, right? right? But they're showing in historical context where the the Pope is got <laughs> demon eyes <laughs> and he's like coming in with his thugs. No, and I, it's I, like, I, it's, Matt, I it's totally, totally yeah, I, yeah, I that flavors the way it's being presented. Yeah. And if I am, if I see myself being presented in a certain way, then I am, I am perceiving what you're presenting as being hostile to my exactly my position and there and, and it again makes it, i don't think they're trying to it but doesn't matter. Okay, here's another that doesn't matter what you think <laughs> like in that position if, I, if, if you other people do i mean they've way, come out saying that they are not trying to convert actually I, right. here's another weird example and this was weird in episode three i think that i think he was I describing hook yet. uh he, they were describing all the things that hook had vented and yeah. tried out mm -hmm. one of which was pot which they then went on to say, and he said that it's completely harmless and doesn't do anything. Right, you know, exactly. Any, I went, what did they, why did they well, slip that, that in? Carl Sagan was a huge pothead. I know, but that's Annie weird. Doyen is an enormous pothead. Well, she, she is, got her she agenda is a, in there. She is a mm. big proponent of the, of the you're pot right, movement. You're right, you're right. You know, right. And, so, and she's the lead writer for the show. So, I mean, you know, I just, I believe that it's possible to deliver facts with poetry rather than agenda. And yeah. I feel like Annie is leading with agenda, which mm. has its place in some place, but not every. Well, single like you beat. said, it isn't PBS, yeah, no. right? It is commercial, so. And that, yeah, that yeah. I think if it was on PBS, some of this stuff would have. They been, couldn't get away with. Yeah, some, yeah. it would have been done a little differently. <laughs> which is actually kind of funny because, like, they think that PBS is so liberal. But I know it's. If it was on PBS, right. it would have been a little less. Yeah, it would have been liberal. A little more yeah. McNeil Lara. It is ironic, though. It is on Fox, but uh, let, this one's for Don. Okay, uh, love the podcast, Don. Good to hear you again. Uh, one of the things that did pop into my mind when you were talking about interspecies relationships. This is a much better, better thing to end on. <laughs> was, was the X-Wing Rogue Squadron series. There was discussion between pilots who had hooked up, but I think one was a female Bothan and the other was a male humanoid. They had sex but found out that his sweat made her itch and her fur dander made him break out in a rash. <laughs> Though apparently they still loved each other. Also Aww. on the DS9 Aww. talk... Uh, what about when Cisco went to the mirror universe and hooked up with Dax, old man? Indeed. Really? He, uh, they did I, that? I don't, yep. Yep. Uh, I don't remember that episode. Mm. Uh, looking forward to my podcast, Ian. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's a great letter. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just watched... Um, that's something that never comes up. It was like interspecies romances with like allergies. Yeah. Mm. Like sure, STDs and yeah. stuff, but just yeah. like, you know... That's actually one of my favorite, Neil, to... to, to Join those two topics is, is uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's uh, commentary on alien species. Is he's like, we don't do aliens on television. We do yeah, humans right. with stuff. We on put their bump face. on their yep. foreheads. Yes. They're all bipedal. Yeah. yeah, and and I love his like, what about this? They're not crystalline this? creatures yeah, exactly. or blobs. Yeah. But Star Trek did at, at certain times. And we also don't want to see a that. little bit, yeah. kind of. But I would love to see. Babylon David, 5, I want to see David bit. Brin's universe. If somebody ever brings, mm -hmm. you know, Star Tide Rising or any of the other ones, and I'd love to see those aliens. Brought they have in. like hydrants and. Oh, I mean, you know, I, I was writing a script with uh, Peter at one point, and we're trying to come up with alien species, and and Peter's like, we walked down a hallway, and there's a hand pad, and I'm like, why does it have to be a hand pad? <laughs> you mean, yeah, it's like and, a, pen and, and a he, penis pad. You right. put your <laughs> and, and alien Peter, junk in there. And Peter goes, all right, what do you want it to be? And I go, 
Well, what if it was a, like, what if they were a, gig- a species of gigantic donut toroids, like that children's toy where they stack up and they communicate through exuding pheromones? And he was like, this does not push forward the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it can be too alien where you just don't understand what's <laughs> He was going. just like, he just gave me the blankest look. All right. We got through the mailbag. Pretty much. Could have gone longer. Yeah, but, exactly. You know. But before we end, I actually have a bit for you guys. Yeah. A it's bit, a new right? game show. I'm stealing this Ooh. idea from somebody else. This is the eBay game. I'm dividing you up into two teams. Don's on my team, even though I'm not playing. And Matt, <laughs> and, Clint, <laughs> Matt and Clint is on me against the, the, world. the other team. I have and found, you still win. This mm. is how the game works. Okay. I have found um, some interesting geek items on eBay. Okay. Uh, and I have found the highest priced version of the item <laughs> that has the buy me now button. Okay? okay. So no one's bidding on these. You can buy these straight out. Straight out. I will describe one of these items and I will ask one of the teams to give me a price. The other team has to say higher or lower without going over. Okay. Okay. So you can. You can so one uh, team sets up, says. And you say higher or lower. And we say higher or lower. And yeah. whoever it's team a, gets, gets a point. It's a phaser. And, and okay. one team says $25. Okay. This one will be great for Matt. Uh, I don't know. So, Don, you're going to tell me the price first. You guys are going to say whether it's higher or lower. Okay. Okay. So, this one is Talisman Board Game 2nd <laughs> Edition. <laughs> Matt, Matt, this is the 80s one that I have. Okay. 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 All expansions and all of the miniatures pro-painted. Oh. Now... They came out with little miniature metal, but metal But it is open. It is used. It is used. But these okay. miniatures are awesome. I mean, this is painted by a, like a really talented guy. Okay? So, it has Talisman, the board game, the uh, Talisman expansion, Timescape, Dungeon, City, Dragons, and the Dude. Adventure set. Mm. All in perfect condition. Dude. So, Don, what would be the price, would you say, <laughs> on eBay? The figures are pro-painted? Pro-painted, all, all of them. All figures. Yes, there's like For 40. All characters. Yes, there are yeah, like 40, 40 characters. 40 characters. And everything's pristine. Mm-hmm. Second edition talisman from the 80s. Yeah, that's the high demand one. That's the crack right there. Don, submit your answer now. Now, I already know that some of the, uh, the base... The base one goes mm-hmm. for at least 600. Just, okay. just the... Just the base. Just the base. Okay. Uh, so the ex- and the the city expansion, mm-hmm. which is hard one, to find. That's hard to find. That's a, that's at least two three hundred on top of that. Matt, you could own this. All you so, have to do is go to eBay. <laughs> <laughs> add on top of that all the other stuff. I'm gonna go. That's probably at least twenty two hundred dollars. Twenty two hundred dollars. Now, have you? Is this just one copy, one listing, or have you seen this over and over again on there? There are other versions, but this guy, this is the highest price I could find with a buy now button okay. on it. Wow. All right. So, is it? Gonna I was be I was doing the calculations in my head, and I I, I want to say lower. I came up with lower. Yeah, yeah but but I. Uh, Don's got me thinking. Who knows if this will sell? I think uh, half of that. Half of that? You think twelve hundred? I was I was thinking yeah, I was thinking around eleven hundred twelve. I don't know. I don't really know. All right. So you're gonna say lower. We're gonna go lower. Eleven hundred. The listed eBay price for a second edition complete talisman (laughs) set is 
$9,800. Oh, whoa! Hey, y'all. Yeah, you were all way off, <laughs> So you, Don has one oh, point. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. That's right. I don't know. All right. Nine. Wow. Thousand. I was thinking I was actually a little mm-hmm. under, oh, like yeah. a, a you little like a under. Lot under. <laughs> I was thinking I was probably Jeez. around twenty six hundred. Damn. Uh, okay. Nine thousand wow. dollars. Eight nine thousand eight hundred dollars. My Whoa. God. Yeah, but no one's bought it yet. All right, <laughs> Matt and Clint's okay. turn now. Mm-hmm. The next, uh, the next object is a Lost in Space board game. Autographed by the com- uh, the the complete cast. Oh wow! Okay. The game piece, including Robbie is, the robot. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Everything is sealed. It's brand new. Besides the autograph. Okay. Everything's. Se- I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there's a ton of demand. Mm, no, I think maybe. I mean, there's collectors, but I don't. I don't hear Lost in Space a That's lot. That's true. No, I think not. it's a, a is this the original Lost in Space, or is this yes. the new one with Gary? No, it's got to be the original, <laughs> the new but one. But signed <laughs> by the original cast. That's a Matt huge LeBlanc. Thing. <laughs> Come on, it's Matt LeBlanc, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Highest done without a Amy Rogers. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, think. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna think Clint? like a thousand dollars. I don't think. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I really have no clue. I, I, I have no yeah. clue. Thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Sure. Don, higher or lower? Give you fifteen dollars. <laughs> Less. Lower. Lower. I'll go with lower. Oh, you guys are gonna hate me. The listed price is nine hundred ninety-nine dollars oh, and ninety-nine cents. Hey, yo! <laughs> Don won oh, by one penny. One penny, man. my friend. That's right. $999.99. So we, we've got it. We actually got it. No, <laughs> Price is right rules, my exactly. friend. Yeah, Price, is, totally right Price is right rules. Okay, yeah. Don. Don was like $1. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don? What? Yes. The game is to you. This is a crawl. Atari 2600 1983 <laughs> video game with with the manual. Is it sealed? I played this not thing sealed. to death. Not the box. <clears throat> okay. So the, the cartridge and the manual is there. Working condition. Crawl. Crawl. Oh, man. 1983. Does it come with a gooseberry? What does he want? A gooseberry what? What did he want? I don't remember. Gooseberry pie? Pie, yes. Gooseberry pie. Yes, the thief. Uh, <clears throat> the magician. The magician. Mm-hmm. Okay, Don. Wait, the sor- you mean the sorcerer in the swamp? The guy with the black eyes? No, no, the, the, sor- the Ergo the Magnificent. Right, Ergo the Magnificent. wanted the yeah, gooseberry yeah, yeah. pie. Um, Atari 2600 cartridge mm. with manual. But it doesn't but say no if box. it's in mint condition. No, it's out of the box. It's literally just... No box. So yeah. it's, it's pounded. It's, but it works. It works. It works. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with... Because it's still going to be hard to find. So I'm going to go for $150. $150. So about right. I was thinking the same thing. It's like hundreds, right. hundred something. Let's try Don's way. Let's go under. Like one dollar under. Like one dollar okay. under. Like one forty. Like one forty nine. Like that. <laughs> okay. The price. Buy it now. Is ninety nine cents. We <laughs> <laughs> are one dollar. Yeah. Price is right. Rules. <laughs> All right. So you guys have one. Uh, Matt have one, and two to one. Matt and Clint has one. Don has ninety nine cents. <laughs> okay. That's great. I mean, it's crawl, guys. Come on. <laughs> No, I vid- played video that game, game cartridges usually are only death. worth money, real money, if they're sealed, original box. Really? For, for cartridges. Yeah. I don't know. 
if especially if they're rare games. There's so much demand okay. for like Pokemon. And this and is listed. It's the Star Wars number one comic book. Ooh. Uh, it's oh, CGC rated 9.4 sealed. Okay, with the That's 35 really with the 35 cent price variant on it. The very first Star Wars comic, edition one, with a super high CDC, CGC rating. Could you be. guys, Don, I mean, uh, yeah, Matt and Clint are guessing at the price here? $75? Do um, you think that little? Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't know. Star Wars fans go crazy. So, not the problem. Uh, yeah. Star Wars fans are so rabid. Um, yeah, I got a, I have a, I have a, f- um, what is it? The C-3PO and R2-D2, the original ones based on the, um, based on the original oh, Macquarie sketches, like with R2 when he had like 16 arms and yeah. stuff like that. I have that in box all covered up. My wife well. looked it up. It's actually worth quite a bit. So, All right. Submit your answer, please. You're saying 75? You I'm think? saying like 75 bucks. But I mean, hmm. I've, I got to make it hard for Don. Um, 300? That high. Three hundred bucks. Okay, three hundred dollars. Don, oh. higher or lower? Higher. Higher. Yeah. The eBay price is fourteen thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. Oh what? <clears throat> I would have been guessing around the twelve thousand range. Really? Yeah. Fourteen thousand dollars. Yes. Well, all right. So Don has three to one. Three points, and you guys have one. Oh, have we lost yet? This one is worth <laughs> obviously not a collector. <laughs> I know. This last one is worth two points. Okay. Is it Magic the Gathering? Please be no. <laughs> Don. Yes. This is a Game of Thrones first edition book signed, signed. by oh. George R. R. Martin. I own that. <laughs> and this has a. Uh, Certification of authenticity for the signature. Nice. Ooh. Okay. Um, but it's paperback. This, <laughs> this I have absolutely no idea. Uh, I will take a stab in the dark at $250. $250. Matt, Clint. Oh, you think Game Lord? of Thrones is in right now? Yeah, this is in. It's popular. People love him. Yeah, let's go higher. Let's go higher. Yeah, higher, 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 higher. The price is one thousand yeah. four hundred and twenty-four dollars. <laughs> We're tied. We're tied. tied. <laughs> All right. There is one uh, one tiebreaker here. Okay. Okay. All right. This is a vintage 1983 Seiko watch, LCD. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the... That was the I watch I that had was advertised on the inside back cover of, like, every comic Om- Omni magazine. Mm-hmm. Everything. This is actually the three-in-one pack, which comes with the computer terminal with it, the Ooh. controller and the printer that you could put in there, and the wireless pocket keyboard, which you would click it in, and you could type in I your um, your uh, information. Your lack of sex. Okay. <laughs> it's the 1983 Seiko UC2000 wristwatch. Uh, oh, you guys go. It's us. It's us. All right. For the game, people. For Classic the game. tech. Classic lot, tech. Lot of in what condition? Is it? This is mint condition. Mint it all liking. works too. They all it all still works. Accessories with it. 
uh, probably, it's a watch. It's well, a, watches are really in right now too. Yeah, but who's gonna and wear they're, it? They're gonna just keep it in the box. Well, right, uh, but I mean, like just basic analog metal watches go for thousands of dollars. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Know I have absolutely. I'm trying no to justify idea. why it would might be a high, high price. Uh, I'm like. Yeah, keep it. That was the sign of me being a nerd in high school. Two thousand dollars. I don't know. Uh, yeah, sure. Two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. Crazy. Sure. Okay, Don. Two has grand. Grand. <laughs> I don't know. God, I have sure. absolutely great ending one. No there. idea. This is like the Jeopardy question where you're like, uh, uh, Sumac? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Um, you know what? On the sheer novelty value of it, I, I'll just because they're they got to be rare. Yeah. So I I'm gonna guess higher. Higher. John might be Don higher. Goes with the, so you uh, guys guess two thousand yeah. dollars, and Don has said higher. The eBay price is one thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. No, so, no, you guys we got, got it. He's oh, in higher. So oh. Matt and pretty close. Clint actually oh. broke yeah. the tie. Hey. And that, my friends, is the Geek eBay game, which I think is <laughs> pretty, it's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I like Thank that. Thank you. All Anything else before we close this? No, we should just let everybody know if you want to um, comment on our forums or, or send a question to us, you can always go to our Facebook page. Or you can send uh, a letter to Matt, Don, Aaron, or do we have an email for Clint? Uh, not yet. Travesty. He's six foot two. I only take questions about height and weight. Yes, yes exactly. At geekson.com or geeks at geekson.com and just let us know what you're thinking. Or go to uh, the Facebook page or our Facebook group and let us know what you're thinking. Ask us a question and we'll get to one of these episodes again soon. Exactly. Yeah. More often. And there, I'm putting up some videos uh, about games. I'm going to put up a video about how to make your own karaoke system. Mm. And you know what? <laughs> Josh... I don't know if you guys have been watching Josh's little show, Thunk. It's pretty good, and he's cranking them out every mm-hmm. week, and they're really short. The guy's a freaking genius. The guy's yeah, very, very smart. smart. He can be an asshole. But, uh, we say with <laughs> love. We say with love. I say that because I can be, too. So that's mm-hmm. why there's kindred spirits there. Uh, but he knows that, so you know what can you do? But he's he's actually really good to listen to, and he's got a great personality on the shows. So anyway, I would also look that up. You can get that. He posts it on our uh, Facebook page too. Fantastic! So well, thanks for having me, guys. You're welcome. Yes, I enjoyed it, and have a great Geek Week, everybody. All right, bye. bye. Kick it out.